Morning. Hey, man. Uh, I was on my first cup of coffee, but now I just realized it's almost, it's like I got a quarter of it left or a third. It's like, ah. Uh, does that mean you're gonna have to make another one? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> I do one or two. I don't always do two. Yeah, me neither. Sometimes, because sometimes after one, it's like, oh, my tummy's bothering me. I guess I shouldn't have a second cup. <laughs> yeah, it it depends on like how like motivated I am for life. Um, if mm. I'm not motivated for life, then I will have two. Why not is that? That, helps. that seems the opposite. Like huh? it, it would seem, it would seem if you wanted to be motivated to do something, you'd have more coffee to give you the energy. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not motivated to do anything. So I'll have two cups. So then I will be motivated. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 I'm not motivated for life. Gotcha. You so know if what I'm you saying? don't want to be motivated, if you want to just chill, you're just going to have one cup. Right. Like today was a one cupper because oh, it's, nice. it's Sunday and yeah. you know, I'm just going to um, record this, uh, this podcast maybe do some yard work so it's just gonna be a very chill sunday um easy like sunday morning so the only other thing i usually do on the weekends is go skating with my girlfriends right right and uh so last weekend we uh, had a karen incident where we had a a karen threatened to call the cops on us <laughs> for skating on the tennis courts now, now you did you did end up hitting me up and we're like i had a karen incident and then i had to like facetime you real quick to find out what happened so uh yeah give yeah, us a I recap really, of what happens i don't really really feel the need to go and all basically okay. there are signs that say skating is not allowed on the tennis courts we okay. were doing it anyway there's four four courts she was playing on one nobody was using the other ones um but after that I contacted my city with an email going, hey, so where can we roller skate? Because every park that I've been to has signs that say no skating. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, oh, let me check. And it gives, he gets back to me, goes, oh, apparently roller skating is not allowed in any of our parks. Uh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, uh, they have one skate park, but it's sad. It's sad and pathetic. It's got little bowls and concrete and stuff like that, but it's just janky. It was one of the first ones in the county. I have to say, every city up here has a skate park, like a cement skate park, like for, okay. with bowls and stuff. But this was probably the first one in the county, so it's the worst. All the rest of them are newer and updated and better. Got with it. the exception of Cambria. They're working on their new one. Anyway, um, so it's just sad. And if you don't want to skate in a bowl, there's just no flat surface to skate on. Yeah, I mean, that's usually for people who want to do like skateboarding or bike yeah. you know bike yeah, they you know bikes like, in there they take yeah. scooters in there they and, and, like riding and a half I've pipe seen, yeah and i've seen roller skaters in there so there are some people that are doing it on the quads and that's awesome that's great i'm just 50 and not doing that <laughs> you ain't 50 yet okay come on now. Yeah. anyway um so uh you know the, the city's like oh yeah roller skating they, we used to have parks that had a multi-use rink where it was like for roller hockey for roller skating sometimes there are basketball basketball courts inside there and everybody used it yeah but then pickleball came along and tennis <laughs> didn't want to share their space with pickleball so guess what pickleball took pickleball took up all the rinks that were around we used to have one in my city we used to have one in, in one of the more bay in the city on the coast gone 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 so bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I emailed the city. I'm like, so so where can a, a family families just skate safely? Because this day and age, I'm going out there with my girlfriends and they all have kids under 10. Yeah. So it's so like it, street it's skating not, yeah. and parking lot skating is not a safe option. Right. Even, even trail skating. Sometimes I told this guy, I said, you know, 15 years ago, I would probably go skate on a trail by myself. Not this day and age. Sorry. A trail like 
like hiking trail kind of thing. Well, no, usually they have like their their asphalt or something. Oh, OK, I got gotcha. you. OK, because I'm like, what the fuck? Um, But yeah, it's like I'm not going to go by myself anywhere, sadly. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the problem is, is I don't think they understand that all you're doing is just essentially skating around in circles, right? Like you were in a rolling rink, right? Yeah, um, it's like we're not playing derby. We're not practicing. We just want to skate in roller rink and practice like dance skating and jam skating and new moves and my backwards. Skate. You know, we just yeah. want to... you're not you're not doing like 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 skateboard tricks, which is why no. they would have outlawed um, skateboarding in certain places, because, you know, uh, I, you know, it's a liability if, if your ass falls and breaks an arm and shit. But you guys are just like skating around. So, well, anything you do in a park's a liability, you could fall off a swing at the park and break your arm. Well, so, you know, I mean, no, yeah, the, it, we're not doing it. And there are people that want to do that grind and shred. And, and that's what the parks, the skate bowl ramps and parks are for. And they have those. And that's cool. Like I said, they have those everywhere, but they don't have any alternative. And what pisses me off is that what, what once was a multi-use space for like, I, I know people would play soccer in those rinks too. So like three or four sports would use is now just taken up by one sport. Right. So I did some research in my town and found out that one of the parks had is applied for like an $8 million grant to update it. And oh. I found out when the parks are holding their meetings and it's like, guess what? So I put the word out there to my skater girlfriends and told them, Hey, paso has got no love for skaters. I mean, you can't skate in any park. And I looked it up and you literally in the rule, in the, like the city laws, you can't skate in any of the commercial zones either. So even you can't even skate in somebody's parking lot if you wanted to, or, and in downtown slow, they don't allow skating on the street, like in downtown, like even in the bike path, you know, that's bullshit. so there's a bunch of us old derby girls who aren't playing derby anymore. And, you know, that's not a thing. So like a lot of the derby girls have started this um, social skating clubs or they're teaching. They've gotten actually gotten together with Slow City and are teaching skate classes to the community. People wanting to learn how to skate and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, that's all, you know, it's like, we're not playing derby. We're not shredding. We just want a safe place to skate. You know, it's like, right. geez. So anyway, I'm having to rally my troops. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think we mentioned last week that, you know, if you were going to spearhead a cause, but I, I know I'm not, you're not spearheading a cause. There's one, there's one girl who has taken it. She's the one that's in slow has taken upon herself to, she started this group that's all about, finding multi-use safe places. So sure. I'm basically letting her spirit headed. I'm just kind of being the North County person right now. I'm just Got going, it. you know, she's like the County. She's fighting the whole County, slow County while I'm just focusing on Paso. Like here's what's going on in Paso and shit going on in Paso. Cause they're a bunch of assholes, you know, <laughs> I don't know. You know, you, we got people all over in the different cities, you know? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like, come on. It's time to start a petition guys. It's fucking roller skating. <laughs> I, I, the thing is, is I don't think they're understanding what it is or what you and guys that's exactly what are doing in, in my emails. I'm explaining to him. I'm like, I am a 48 year old woman going out there with my girlfriends who have kids under 10 that just want a safe place to, to skate. I said, we're not doing tricks. We just want to glide around and dance. But you know, you know, what's a good. So, you know, you know how you created that, uh, that Instagram mm -hmm. for just like, you know, you're like skating and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think when you're out there more, I think you need to record more of those so that way you have a reference point to be like look you can check out what we're doing on instagram it's at this page here yeah. all we're doing is it's just skating around like here's our proof uh, yeah my girlfriend that's doing it down slow she's got an insta she, this whole thing she set up is called the slow roll 
And like ah, she, that's nice. her that's her Instagram. And she does these pop up monthly skate things where she looks for a place to skate for and invites people out, usually a basketball court somewhere. And she brings a DJ and lights. And we just it's like a pop up roller rink vibe. Is yeah. What she's, um, so anyway, I actually uh, uh, went and grabbed uh, Paso Skate Instagram tag this week. Just, okay. So if I need to set something up for North County and it, uh, you know, just to localize it, I just grabbed it. I haven't done anything with it yet, though. Yeah, man, that's. Hmm. I mean, Is, I found out like, you know, the, like their park meetings are second Monday every month. And right now they're virtual. You just send them your email address and you can add they'll add you to the, you know, Zoom meeting, pu public comment zone mm -hmm, or oh. section. Yeah. In a virtual meeting. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, yeah, hey, Karen, I, 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 I where think can they, we roller skate safely. I think they just need to be educated. Mm hmm. So, so I was saying uh, briefly before we got on here um, that uh, I, I enjoy your, your, your Zoom background. That is uh, the office of Michael Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. I changed it up this week. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, uh, my first intention was, uh, and I grabbed a Bob's Burger one. But sometimes they just throw the scene up and it's like, it doesn't look like you're sitting in it. Yeah. Like yeah. the friends ones. It's like, no, I'm not hovering above Central Perk. <laughs> right. It's like you're just kind of like this ominous being over over Central Perk. That's why I like the Michael Scott one, because they're from the interview point of views from the show. So it looks like I'm sitting at his desk. <laughs> yeah, the one. So I, I was looking for a good um, background, kind of a quote unquote clever one when I was interviewing. And so I had found Leslie Leslie Nope's uh, office. So, so it looks like you're sitting behind her desk. But the one I ended up using was the the other office one where it's uh where you know where it's basically the interview in the like conference room and you could see that the is, window that's behind the other, you. I did grab that one too. That one's so good. Yeah. Or Stanley's back there working away. <laughs> There's one from uh Halpert's desk. Like oh, as if nice. you're like kind of like it's behind you as if you're spun around in the chair talking to the camera guy, you know. I'm oh. like, oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would catch myself when when uh, when I was getting ready for interviews and I'd showed up early, you know, because I hate being late. So I would show up to the fucking meetings early and shit. And I would sit there and just kind of make like Jim Halpert faces while I'm sitting there in the background, like. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing my best Jim Halpert. Yep. <laughs> Everybody wants to hire him. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, Zoom backgrounds. Yeah, mine. I changed mine up this week. I went official Goody Squad uh, That's very nice. Zoom very background, nice. as you can see. I was actually thinking about now that I have my fun uh, iPad Pro, I was going to do new versions of the Goody Squad, but with the um, that pink and teal background that we used to oh, they used to do like in the store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna we 90s can, it up a little bit, dude. Totally. <laughs> like you can, like, especially since we're like like next week is the hundred episode, we can switch it up after oh, the hundred. Okay. So, yeah, we can we can. Um, we can change decades. Oh, well, now you just fucking gave goody. me a deadline. Uh, okay. Well, uh, uh, so sometime <laughs> after the hundredth episode, <laughs> we'll premiere a new logo. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> just an, not new, just an alternate, an alternate. Just yeah, an alternate. Know, something fun. Something, special. something splashy. I still, I still want this logo on a, on a t-shirt. This one, the, I, 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 black I, and I, red one. Yeah, I fucking love this logo. Okay. It, it totally. It'll be the same font and the same writing. Yeah, no. Gonna, I yeah, think no. I might remember those teal signs that had the white. I think I might make one that looks like that. Yeah. Didn't it pink and yellow in there at one point. Pink and yellow and gray with that fucking teal. I feel like it did. And then it just went to teal. What was what was the name of the uh, of the magazine that that Music Anthony Land would magazine? put out? Remember, it was like uh, yeah. 
it was like that free magazine that would just sit in the front. It wasn't Pulse. Uh, it was no, it wasn't Pulse. Because I was thinking about that shit the other day. I'm like, oh man, like it'd be funny to do like a Goody Squad cover like that. Oh, now I got to Google it. Yep. Free Sam Goody magazine. Oh my god, I was on TikTok or something the other day, and someone was in a mall, and there was actually a fucking Suncoast video still open. What? What yeah. earth? What earth was that on? Earth? I, yeah, they were request. It was request. <laughs> Wow. Request. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fucking request magazine. There it is. Dang. Look, here's a picture of the Sam Goody Wayne Hills Mall. And it's just like dead and empty and desolate and like Aww. bones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sad face. Wow. Um, music land. What was the first like uh, I when I was a kid, I remember shopping at music plus i think and i do remember licorice pizza i don't know if i ever shopped there i just remember it but yeah. i do remember music plus um and the warehouse did I you work at the warehouse no no I, I i was solely sam goody okay um um i i feel like the mall that that i would go to had a sam goody because i feel like the first record i bought was at a sam goody uh, music plus were standalone stores oh yeah i don't think i would have walked into a standalone because it, it had to be attached to a mall because we were mall rats yeah no music plus was like the store uh like, like tower a, not necessarily standalone but like in a in a strip mall like that blockbuster eventually became you know they have oh. those places like strip mall kind of like you know next to the grocery store but in the same you know yeah shopping center no kind of thing. i don't i don't think i remember ever going to one of those any anytime i went to the i always so music stores were always synonymous to me with the mall the mall and tower records which was like straight up standalone tower records are, are standalone i remember and then because um no we would like literally like hey let's go to the record store and buy some shit today just to go to the fucking record store mm, yeah um uh, it was part of our it, it was part of our Saturday routine as a kid. Um, so when I was growing up, there was a mall in Hawthorne called the Hawthorne Mall. <laughs> I would isn't it empty and abandoned now? It's they use it for movies and stuff. Like it literally, I, say, I it's would fucking still there. love to go inside there. So like, I mean, there's probably a bunch of homeless people in there, but you know, no, I think they keep it pretty like quarantined up because they actually use it a lot for movies. Like most, like in there. most notably, would have been like, um, like a Minority Report. Okay. Um, so so you can I, I do remember seeing it like it, I thought the um, fucking Wonder Woman 84 was that mall. But when I looked it up, it wasn't. I was like, no, it looks a lot it, like that fucking mall. Though. No, the, the mall that that one looked like was the uh, uh, the Galleria Galleria. OK, the you're right. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking of. The Galleria. That one that one was like multi level. I think it was like three levels, maybe yes. four or some yes. shit. It was the um, food court on the top at the end. Yes, because uh, the Hawthorne Mall was and only that one, one had level. the bowling alley and the movie theaters, but outside. And they yes. were in the park across the parking lot and the outside. OK, yep. that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, like I forgot. way okay. across the the the, uh, the that bowling lot alley is where I took my bowling classes for El Camino College, as did I. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Forgot we did that, but not together. And did, I did also we eventually did we ever do a class together? A bowling class? I know I did a couple. Oh, God, I don't remember because mm. um, we old. Um, right. But those movie theaters is where I ended up seeing I forget saw Star Wars there, like yep. OG. Th that's what I was gonna like say. Empire I'm like, or 
not the first one. I was when I, I the third or second or third one. Well, so the the first one I saw at the at the at the theater in Hawthorne at the like so the Hawthorne Mall had a uh, a similar setup for the movie theater was off in the parking lot kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so I remember seeing the original Star Wars there, and Pretty then sure we, I saw E.T. there too. Uh, and then I saw uh, the last two Star Wars movies at that movie theater outside the um, South Bay Galleria. And the ones outside the Galleria, they used to do the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Went there a couple times. Yep. 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 A lot of shit there. Yeah. Even though that was not my normal theater, like my normal go-to theater. Remember the Rolling Hills Plaza of yep. CH and Crenshaw? Yeah, <laughs> Hell I yeah. went to that theater a lot. Well, yeah, because it was because it wasn't like busy and crazy. It was always like you can get in and like, you know, not have to deal with like crowds and shit. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. I, I wonder if it's I know they moved it from its when I used to go to it. Mm-hmm. I wonder so if it's still there. The other place I would go see a movie was the Old Town Mall. Do you remember that Old one? Town Mall. Wait, Old Town Mall that had the rise inside? That had the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And they had that one freaky spooky ride that it would actually yes. like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember Old Town Mall. <laughs> so, yeah. The- I used to go see movies there when I was a kid. My babysitter always used to take us there. Like she would tell our parents, hey, we're going to go to the Old Town Mall tomorrow. So give them some money for the movies or shopping yeah. or whatever. Which was so funny because that mall was so tiny, but like mm-hmm. we, you would go there because it wasn't as big as. It was never uh, busy. It was never as big as as, as the uh, uh, Delamo. Mm-hmm. It was never as as big as um, South Bay. I mean that that shit was there even before South Bay was a mall. Mm-hmm. I remember the times before the one South time Bay. they had the Ferris wheel and then they had two rides, like two of those rides that would go inside. But I remember one of them shut down early on, and they only have. And then the, I remember the second one was open for a little while, but that eventually shut down too, and it was just the Ferris wheel. But I remember when they had that fucking ride. It was like a ski lift, like you'd sit in a little chair. Oh, and it would I don't take remember you that through one. Something. I remember it was kind of scary. It was supposed to be like haunted house, kind of scary. I remember. I remember the spooky one, but I don't remember. Is that in like Torrance? A, yes. Okay, I'm it was on. It was shit. on uh, 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 Hawthorne Boulevard, and it was town with an E. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It was fa- fancy town. Old Town Mall. Torrance rides no. comes up in Google. Bam. Nice. Oh yeah, the, because the sign, the Old Town sign, the font is all westerny. Yeah. Like like you're going in a fucking casino or like a they, buffet. They had a big old like standalone like Kmart and shit, which was kind of a big deal. So it was like, you know, okay, before yeah, Target. It was called, look, that's funny. The, the Haunted Grim House is a picture of the ride. Oh, there's a picture. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to look, too. Mm-hmm. Just of the like the sign. Oh, it's a YouTube. So it's probably a fucking. Oh, it's a YouTube. Uh, How's your week? Um, It was busy, Um, you know, still acclimating to the new job and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of fucking jobs. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, remind no. me. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. Just very busy, you know, um, and putting in a lot of late nights and kind of still trying to learn stuff. So it's not the right know. video. Don't bother going there. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's the one thing about, you know, having a home office and working solely from home is that, you know, it's harder to leave work. You would end up putting in extra time. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, a lot of it, I probably should anyway, since I'm learning new stuff and, and I find myself just kind of like sitting here after and kind of, you know reviewing stuff mm-hmm. but you know it's like i don't i mean look it's it's either working extra hours or sitting in traffic and i don't miss sitting oh in traffic. yeah no so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll gladly sit here so speaking of i got the email from my boss this week oh, about no. hey i need to think about you coming back to the office in april it's like, <sighs> i mean like, we are getting like, like our 
full hours and full pay and everything back because, you know, they took shit from us in the whole last year. Um, and I knew it was eventually coming. So I was like, oh, fine. But it's like, I was telling my husband, I'm like, fuck, I don't want it. It's like the commute. My commute is 45 minutes each way. Uh, and it's just, and it's not traffic-y. I'm going the whole time. It just right. adds that much more to my day. I have to get up an hour early. Yeah, get no, home of an course. hour later, you know? You have to get uh, dinner started and shit. And... No, I don't do that. Oh, uh, wait, I forgot. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's it, it just adds so much to my day. I'm like. Unnecessary time to your day. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, I don't, I don't see have the... to go there. I can do my fucking job from home. You know, I don't, but, I don't you know. understand how people don't get that. We've made this work now for a year, officially yeah. a fucking year last week, yeah. right? Like, and it's obviously working successful because you're st- you still have a job, right? <laughs> yeah. The place hasn't burned down. Place hasn't burnt down. Like, there's no like red flags. Like, holy shit, this isn't working. We have to have everybody in the office. To me, it's it's places. It's it's not the places. It's the people. So it it depends who's in charge that has that you need to be in front of them for them to see that you're actually physically working old schoolers old schoolers which sucks ass because it's like come My on boss man is over 65 oh yeah then he's definitely from a, a a different day and age where you had to be in front of them to see you physically work and i hate that shit and it's like Letting me stay home saves my mental health. It saves the fucking environment. I'm not using as much gas. It's like, come on. Well, and honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I find myself more productive at home because I don't have the distractions of having people walk up to you and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, it's so the one thing I've, I noticed that at first it's like, holy shit, there's nobody walking up to my desk. And bothering like, hey, what? me. It's not even bothering me. Like, uh, sure. Right. Look at, it's nice yeah. that people are coming up and talking to me and stuff. That's great. But, you know, after a while, you're like, oh, shit, like I just spent 30 minutes talking to this person about something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I need to get back to fucking work now. That kind totally. of, you know, lessens that um, to li- literally like what? One percent that somebody might be like, hey, hit me up on a Zoom call real quick. So on the it, hunt for a job closer to home now. Fuck this. Yeah, I don't blame you. And look, honestly, if you were to find something where you can do this shit from home, like, oh, yeah, that would be the best case scenario. Best 100 percent best case scenario, you know, and if they can't realize. Like these things, then, yeah, then maybe it is time to, to find some places a little more that's progressive. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is um, I said something to my husband the other day. There was he was complaining about something at his job. And I said, I could do that person's job. And he goes, no, he goes, you want an amphitheater job? I'm like. Huh? uh, Yeah, no, I'm like, that would be cool. I'm like, because I, I, I know the ins and outs of that business. I, you know, I've been on the other end of the amphitheater. I know what's going on there, you know. And then I was like thinking about it. I'm like, I probably have to work weekends when there's a show. And I'm like, but you know what? If I worked the same schedule as my husband, I would not be mad at that. No, because you guys would be commuting together. You guys, I mean, you like your husband, so and you like spending yeah, yeah, I mean, time with him. It would him. be nice to have days off. We never have the same days off. I literally have to take time off work for us to have a day off together. Oh, geez. Because he yeah. his his days off are Mondays and Tuesdays right now. They're actually uh, switching to Tuesday, Wednesday next month. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, he works decent. Like the, this this job, I think, is the best he's had because it's a bistro and he works decent hours. So he's home by five, five thirty at night, which normally be he would always work restaurants and he would work all night long. So the hours are great. Mm-hmm. It's just typical 
restaurant and you're open on the weekends and you know you're going to be open on holidays and you're it's just a business that we've gotten right. used to but it's like this day and age it's like i i don't think i, I wouldn't mind you know i i don't think i would mind <laughs> working the same hours and you know especially you know if i'm working at like an, an amphitheater i know it's the job yeah you, you 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 know the scope of what's coming you'll have a sketch you know you'll have the calendar planned out months in ahead so you'll know what Basically, they've already got the, they've got this year set up because this year's basically last year. Ah, uh, they've yeah. just moved all the concerts to try and pull off this year. I mean, if you look at the calendar, they have shit scheduled in April. I'm like, are you really? Are you really? You really? They're, they're not close. Off? They're not close to the fair, right? The fairgrounds. They are probably they're within five miles of the fairgrounds. Okay, so there is a chance that like things would ramp up during fairgrounds like season. Um, the fair might happen this year. Is that what you're saying? Like, if possible. Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw that they canceled Coachella again. Oh, they did? Yes. Oh, and that, shit. But that's like now. I mean, that's like spring. So that's like right, that's March, coming April. Up. I think yeah. it's usually around April-ish. So they, are, they canceled the summer that. Somewhere. I feel like, I feel like the fair is going to try and go on. They've had to close for two years. I feel like they're going to try and pull it off this year. I mean, well, I, I guess we'll have to see how Meg. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do because there's no way they could wait two months and go, OK, bam, let's have a fair. Right. That that, that needs pre-planning. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do. But supposedly, um, if I go to Vina Robles, they still, they have their concert scheduled. Up. Oh, I'm sorry. June, June 20, June is when they have their first okay. concert scheduled. Well, Train. Huh. Okay. Is that, hey, there's Lila. Is that them? No, oh. that's not. I don't think that's them. That's somebody else. Oh, that's the Drops <laughs> of Jupiter. Is that who that is? Yeah. No. Okay. Here's the lineup for, now here's the lineup up. for this year. Uh-huh. Okay. Train, Bare Naked Ladies, Joe Bonamassa. He's a guitar Don't know player. who that is. He's a guitar virtuoso. Oh. Uh, fucking Primus. Oh, nice. But here's what Primus is doing. It's called a tribute to Kings where they're basically playing a, like, a, I think it's a fucking rush album or concert in its entirety. And then they're going <laughs> to, yeah. And then they're going to play some primus shit. I'm like, fuck me. Oh fuck man. Me. Well, I was show up the last I was 30 minutes. Say, then. It's not bad if you wanted to show up like towards the end, like, yeah. you know. Okay. And then, uh, the Australian pink Floyd show. The uh, fuck is that? It's a Australian pink Floyd tribute. Come on now. Um, see, every time see, I think Australia, I think of those like uh, those male dancers? reviews. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they called? Uh, down under, something. thunder from down under, thunder from down under. Steve Martin and Martin Short, which I would love to go see that. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And then the Beach Boys. No thanks. Uh, yeah. Last year or the last last year, I think the last concert I saw was um fucking Nick Offerman there. Oh nice. Well, oh, I was gonna say I'm like. Before all this shit did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I can't honestly tell you the last concert I went to. Maybe it was Prophets of Rage. Maybe. Are you serious? I th and yeah, I think that was the last one. Damn, Gina. I know, right? As as now, like my daughter has picked up from me and I'm like, damn it. She like, picked up Damn Gina? No, I she, know, right. she picked up. I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> like she was showing she was some, showing me something and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then she turns to me and goes, I know, right? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, that's a parent fail. Parent fail. Yeah. Here's the last season 2019 at Vina Robles from last. Sarah Bareilles looks like it was the last concert they had. Hmm. Jason Mraz, Cole Swindell, Nick Offerman. So we were there in October. 
Frampton. Fucking social distortion. Ah. With flogging uh, Molly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. They had the revivalist fucking Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, that would have been dope. Fluffy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we went and saw ZZ Top because they had Cheap Trick with them, and I'd never seen Cheap Trick before. Oh, so nice. That would be fun. And then yeah. Cheap Trick fucking pulled out Al, Al Jorgensen. Really? Uh, yeah. That's I've, like I've what video the fuck of did, it. Like, what did they what did they do with with Al? Apparently, Al just one fix. And, <laughs> huh? No, no, he said he did one of their songs with them. Al, Al is friends with who's the guitar player in Cheap Trick. Um, yep, yep. They, they were in face. like a side project band or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Al fucking Jorgensen. That's funny. Ooh, Chicago. Oh, Foreigner Greatest Hits tour. I would have been down for that. That thing sold out so quick. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Foreigner Greatest Hits. So good. Good thing I already seen it. So years. So ago. because your husband works there, does he get any sort of like? Yeah, basically what they do is they give him like vouchers per like so many dollars in vouchers per year that he can use toward concert tickets. So you could like either use it for a couple of really good shows and good seats or a few spread it out. But then also like what happened last year was, you know, there'd be shows that didn't sell out that great. So it'd be the end of the day and somebody going, hey, do you guys want a VIP table? We're like, yeah, like, (laughs) sure. Bring on the champagne and lobster. (laughs) <laughs> um it's a cool it's like a mini irvine meadows okay yeah but so they'll have like the seats they have the floor which see you can have seats or not and then they'll have um seats and then a lawn area oh wait between that then they have box seats and then a lawn area and then behind the lawn area is um they have a little set of mini bleachers that are free that you can sit in and then they have like a vip section with like high bar tables all along the back Okay, so it's uh, it has like weight service and shit. So it's it's kind of a a um a mixture of Irvine Meadows and the Greek Theater and the Hollywood Bowl kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't think does the Greek have high bar tables. Um, I because yeah, it has boxes like the bowl. Uh huh. Like just little square boxes that four chairs sit. Yeah, and they'll have weight service and stuff like that. And then yeah, and then at the top, there's probably about. 20 or so four top high bar tables uh, and then you get um weight service there too i'm trying to remember it's very it, nice it's very nice I, I remember seeing somebody and sitting at the at the bowl in one it's of those like 10 fancy minutes from our house. here's the shitty part the parking there sucks i mean it's not horrible it's just kind of a one-in-one-out situation you know so you kind of like have to the wait. great theater yeah even though it's like you know half as many people mm. but um, the shitty part is it's like we don't we don't get employee parking. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. So so you're telling like, me that if your if your husband has a shift during one of these things, like, he doesn't. Okay. Because he works the bistro that closes like at three. Oh, okay. So he never gets roped into like you know working the shows. No, they actually hire another local restaurant and they bring in their whole team and, and they provide all the food and all the service for the amphitheater. Because the winery restaurant, again, it's a bistro. It's Josh and two other cooks mm-hmm. and maybe like four servers at a time to staff the venue. I mean, they only have, you know, a couple, maybe, you know, it's seasonal. So right. what they do is they basically farm out the venue food and staff to one okay. of the local restaurants. That's a pretty good restaurant. It's it's called the Apple Farm. It's very good. 
And so they'll bring in, you know, they're open every day, all day. They run a, an inn. They have an inn attached to them down in Slough. They're known for their apple dumpling. Mm, apple dumpling. With ice cream on top. More apple dumpling apple gang. Dump- <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a super cool place. This has like a, a little inn and they have a little like cottage, like a little, um, like a horse-drawn carriage ride and shit like that you can do. Anyway, uh, it, you know, it's for tourists, but the food's good. Anyway. So they bring up their whole staff during concert season and um, they staff all the, you know, all the food, uh, just like a normal concert place. You can walk up and get like beer, sandwiches, food, whatever. Um, Sometimes they'll have a VIP section that's got like a special menu. But um, the cool thing is, is the fucking owners of this restaurant, him and his wife, they are there every fucking concert. You see them running buckets of ice back and forth and they are there busting their ass with like all their employees. Nice. So you can't ever bitch and complain like this sucks. Like, bitch, I own the place and I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm running ice. What do you want? Suck a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's cool, you know, that they keep it local and shit like that. So Um, I'm pretty sure it's Live Nation that promotes the venue. They book all the concerts and things like that. Oh, okay. So it wouldn't necessarily be like a promoter booking type job. It would just be a but it would would venue like yeah, like it, the the venue needs its representative to work with running the box office, or you know, getting shut up, such you know, being the contact person with the bands, seeing what they need when they get here, you know, doing all that shit. Looking at their uh, what's the what's that contract? Their uh, the writer, mm-hmm. the writer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I know. So it's like I just I told my husband, I'm like, cool, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. <laughs> when when that shit starts opening up. Yeah. Do they have somebody right now already in that position, or they don't? I don't know because the venue's been hasn't been doing anything for the last two years. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if it's somebody that's been on hiatus. I don't know if it's somebody that they've been having do something else for this whole time. I don't I don't even really know. Hmm. Did you hear uh, Disney's opening up at the end I of April? That. Is it? A, it's got to be a reservation system, right? Because it's I'm only 15 percent capacity. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be very slow rolling. And I'm sure that they'll make people buy tickets ahead of time so they can, you know. Are you going to try and go? No, not yet. I it, it's we take it to shots. Shot, so shot, so shot, shots. everybody shot, um, shot, 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 so my shot. wife got her second i saw that on insta second, and i couldn't figure out how to react or clap or give her love so give her love lucky uh, <laughs> um but the thing is it's interesting because the two shots have kind of not kicked her ass but kind of kicked her ass a little bit uh-huh like after the Which first one did she get i think it was pfizer okay so after the first one, she that the first couple of days, she wasn't feeling all that great. And then for a couple of days or in, the, in like a week span, she had like two migraines, which is she never gets migraines. Like I'm the one who usually gets the migraines. So it was like, all right, that's weird. Um, and then she got her second shot yesterday. And then we went and, uh, you know, she came home, started not feeling all that great today. She's not feeling that great. And then I was like, oh, shit, you know, maybe the, the, the migraine that you got, you know, the last couple of weeks was from that first shot. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's kicking her ass a little bit, mm-hmm. but lucky her, you know, at the end of the day, she's gotten her second shot and now she's ready to go. Um, yeah. I was talking know. to my mom about it. I think she's gotten her first shot, but my dad's gotten and his wife has gotten both theirs. And I think everyone is fine. But um, mom and I were talking about it. And I think we're just like, you know, what? I mean, I'd rather go through a few days of discomfort than. Right. Well, especially since I'm working from home. Yeah. You know, I'd probably get it on a Friday if possible. Ride the weekend through it, you know, um, 
and go from there. My husband has an appointment to get his first shot this week. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know because they opened it up to food and agriculture workers here. So he gets to go for that. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't I mean, I look, I, do I feel like by the time May rolls around, will most of us have the opportunity to get it? I think so. Yeah. I think by May, I think, you know, they'll start kind of rolling it out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but I honestly with Disneyland, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's going to be a while. Mm -hmm. um, I would kind of be surprised if we go back to the park this year. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's going to be harder for me anyway, because, you know, I'm not buying. Uh, I don't I don't know what their past situation is. We're probably not buying passes anymore, which is mm -hmm. kind of a fucking bummer. So we're going to have to go like commoners and shit. <laughs> um, what? So if we're going to go like commoners, you know, we might as well go when everything's a little bit more back to normal so we can at least, you know, enjoy it, I guess. I don't know. I wonder if my mom got tickets sent to her last year or this year. She, she, so usually she gets four tickets sent to her from the company every year. Just four? Yes, because that's how many dependents my stepdad claimed when he worked there. Okay. However many dependents you had is however many passes and shit that you. Got. Oh, okay, but but are those like tickets or passes? They're tickets. They're actually every year she gets sent four tickets that are good all the year for that year. But if she, if she doesn't use them that year, they expire. Okay, so she, and gets, she usually just passes them off to people. Got it. Got it. Usually she gives me first dibs at them. Of course. Yeah, and then if I don't want it, sometimes she'll give me other people. So I'm like, I wonder if she got any sent to her this year or, you know, probably last year because they didn't know they were going to close. I no. Because it, I can't get her to get her ass up to the park anymore to walk me in because she hates it. And now she lives even farther from it. So yeah, it's, like, it's, that's it's my a only big... shot of going is when she gives me those passes. Yeah, it's a big fucking to do now for her. Fuck you. I own stock. Can I get some passes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should claim legacy status and be like, look, man, like, you know, my uh, my stepdad fucking, fucking worked my here. mom's pass. It's like it doesn't even have like her picture or anything on it, but they check her ID when she goes in with it. It's like this. Oh. little, It's this little cardboard, little. Two double folded in half little pass that they just wow. the silver pass, they call the it silver pass. I think that's the one that my uh, my uh, my former boss um, who now works for Disney got, I think, was the. Uh, Probably I the silver like, oh, pass, man. Oh, it's so lucky. I know. I'm like, oh, Disney. Are you still <laughs> gonna try and get in there? What's that? Are you still gonna try and get in there? Um, I don't know. Well, you know, I like I. I feel like it, it, maybe in the long run, uh, you know, you keep it open a back off back door. Off yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, I would. I look it, it, working with my with my former boss would be a dream come true again, but um. You know, I, I think I need this time to kind of learn and grow skills and shit hmm. to to because um, what she does is, is completely different than what we were doing, you know, hmm. at our old at our old company. And I would need to know a lot of stuff. Gotcha. A, a lot of different stuff. Um, you know, I think I'm in the right place at the right time. And, you know, we'll see. That's I'm not cool. close. I'm not closing out the future because, yeah. you know, it would be, you know, amazing to work for, for for Disney just because, you know, I've been attached to that fucking company since, you know. So I was a fucking kid, you know, and, and going to that damn park. So if if the way for me to get a free pass to go to the park would be to work there, then, yeah, at some point, it I, would I definitely be you do that. and your family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How many dependents you got? 
put four. 14. <laughs> I'm brown. I got 14 children. Wow, you don't you don't you don't but you only have insurance for the wife yeah. and this one kid. Yeah, fuck them. They on their own. <laughs> Look, man, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's it's a very sore <laughs> subject. It's different baby mamas. So, you know, but I'm claiming 14. <laughs> 14 children. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. I don't think I feel the need. You know what? It's like I almost feel like I don't I don't really need to. I don't want to be in a big crowd till I don't have to wear a mask anymore. And who knows when that'll be? Who knows and, when I'll feel safe like, enough for that? Like we talked recently on, the, on yeah. one of the last podcasts, I'm probably going to end up wearing masks anyway, um, even if I after the shot, because uh, not well, just after the shot. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, you know, uh, in, in, in a couple of years from now, I might still I'm be wearing a mask. I don't know. I like I don't look. The only way I'm going to get sick is in big crowds because I'm not getting sick from coworkers because I'm at home. <laughs> right. So you know what I've I, learned during this. Some motherfuckers are disgusting. Oh, dude, like there was this one dude and, I, and I'm, I'm sure I've brought this guy up before on 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 here. This one guy, guy and I don't give a shit anymore because I don't work there anymore. Um, he doesn't work there anyway. He got laid off some years ago, but um, we would call him Edward Dickhands because of the. Oh, fact yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then do the nubbins. You did the nubbins. nubbins. That's right. Because of the fact that like that dude would not wash his hands and he would. I mean, mm-hmm. even going through number one, number two, that motherfucker would not wash his hands. So, you know. Hopefully he's he's grown like a third eye or something from his nastiness. Um, <laughs> I wish you the worst because you were Edward Dickhands. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, look, I know the people that live in this house and I know that everybody's washing their hands and putting seats, toilet seats down. So I'm good here. You know, <laughs> so going in public, you know, where Neanderthals are. Um, I don't know. You know, it's hard for me to say. I, I feel like the mass thing might become more of a common occurrence for, for at least me because I don't I enjoyed not getting sick last year and yeah. i prefer not to do that shit. i don't really normally get sick i can't tell you the last time i got sick. oh see no we so me and little home slice oh uh, well you got a little home slice they but, bring germs home well yeah but it's also a combination of of either her bringing germ home germs home or when i was in the office bringing germs home and then your wife work at a school she works at a school but she doesn't get as sick um because she's mostly dealing with parents and stuff uh, yeah. um but office, like she works in the for office. years yeah um, me and little home slice every year, like for the last three, four years, January and February, you know, we alternated on getting really fucking sick. Either I got really fucking sick in January, then she got sick in February or vice versa. But we were always sick at the beginning of the year. And this year we haven't. <laughs> That's nice. And now we're in March. So yep. crossing fingers, still wearing masks. Right. Uh, let's get into the show. Um, oh, sure. I don't even have my, don't even have my spreadsheet open. Ooh. Um, well, let's start the beautiful bean music. You start that bird beautiful bean music. <laughs> Uno, two, I'll be there. Yo, it's the goodie squad. What up, party people? Hey, everybody. Like, in case you guys haven't been listening to us for the last 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Goody Squad in the house, officially. Yeah, uh, Episode yo. number 99. 99. 
nine and nine. We're so close. So close. We are so close. So close to our hunted. Um, hunted. Low life. We watched low life this week. Yeah. Now, did you? It's on the Hulu. On the Hulu. Um, came out in April of 2018. Now, when did you watch this? Um, was it this last week? Yeah, we watched it on Thursday. Thursday. Okay, I watched it last night. <laughs> okay, so uh, this was sent to us by my dad. Uh, he just, you know, everyone's wants to watch this. And all it said was on the Hulu description, the sword lives of an addict, an ex-con, and a luchador collide when an organ harvesting caper goes very, very wrong. Directed by Ryan Prowse. Prowse. I'm not quite sure. I'm going to go with Prowse just because it sounds like David Prowse. Okay. There you go. Um, it was quite. It was quite. <laughs> <laughs> it, so just uh, without spoiling anything, it's very. You can tell that this guy was very inspired by Tarantino. Yep. Yeah, um, I was like, it's a more gory, graphic, Pulp Fiction-esque. I don't mind. I mean, we all know Tarantino likes his blood and gore. Right. But this movie was fucking specific about it. And yeah. I'm not into the specifics about me, it. Me neither. Like, I, I am not a... a when, when I think of horror movies, I like, you know... Um, suspense. Suspense. I like, I like um, spooky, like, possession movies. When it comes to... And we've talked about this numerous yeah. times on this thing before. Um. But when it comes to that, like watching something get like, I don't know. I mean, it's in the it's in the in the description, so I'm not ruining anything. But obviously, they're harvesting organs and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it, opening scene, pretty much. Opening when you out what's going fucking on. scene, and you're watching like <laughs> this guy just carve this woman up, and you're like, God damn it! Uh, I had to do this a couple uh, times where I I put my hand up so I can hide partial some of the screen while I kind of see what's going on on the not gory side of the screen. I had to do that a couple times in this movie. I I just ended an up FYI. Thanks, Dad. I, yeah, th- 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 thanks, sir. Um, <laughs> like I ended up having to turn my head and kind of watching it out of the corner of my eye because I just like it's not. Yeah, it, yeah. It's never been my jam to watch gory movies like that. It's even when I was like, you know, back in the day, liking horror movies. This was not my genre and ever, ever was um, never, never, ever, ever, ever. And yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, this is not it's not, I'm not saying this is a. This is not a horror flick, gory movie in any means. It's no, supposed but to they, be a. But it, if yeah, it's supposed if, to if be like two more words, of a thriller if the, suspense. If the but two words they, harvesting and organs is in the title, chances are you're going to see some gory shit. A black comedy crime thriller film. I guess the black comes in with the with the harvesting and the gore. So, so that's that's interesting that they consider it a black comedy. Would you have considered this a comedy at all? Uh, there were some parts I was laughing at. I was going to say one of my favorite characters in the whole thing ended up being the, I guess, the ex-con, the white guy at at a prison with a okay. swastika on yeah, his face. Yeah, I guess I guess he was <laughs> the funniest thing in the movie. Even though, like, yeah, he was definitely um, a white dude thinking he's hip hop. Um, and, um, yeah, had a big old swastika on his face. That's awesome. So, That's okay. Spoiler. So going back to the, uh, just the, 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 uh, description that they give you, uh-huh. uh, it was, uh, what is it? An ex-con, uh, a luchador and what was it? A gangster. I don't know. I gotta look it up again specifically. Um, so then it wasn't until after I saw the movie that I had, to, okay. The sword lies of an addict 
an ex-con and a luchador collide. So it's like, okay, so the luchador, <laughs> he was funny. You were laughing at the luchador. I, he was I, kind I, of insane. So I liked the luchador, obviously, because of my ties to enjoying the professional wrestling. Um, and, and I liked how he was, you know, he was based in tradition. Uh, was Legacy was very important to him. Um, you, you, th- there was just like, like, obviously he was the one thing I did like about the movie mostly was this guy and, and his portrayal of him. He did it really well. Like I, you know, like I had to look him up. I'm like, maybe this guy actually wasn't a luchador. Cause he's really right. like playing the role, looks the role, that sort of thing. Was um, he? No, he's just an actor. <laughs> uh, but there was one point at Ricardo the end of the- Adam Zerarte. Yeah. There was one point like at the Elmar. end of the movie where I'm like, all right, like now I got issues with him. Um, We'll get but, into that later. But we'll, we'll get, get into that spoilers. later. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure so, I say it out loud so that way, like, one of us remembers <laughs> to go back to it. Um, so uh, so the luchador is uh, El, El Monstruo. Now, is that based on a real uh, any, a no. real legacy? No, they no, totally made it no. up. El Monstruo is, is, is just monster in Spanish. Yeah, but there uh, were, okay, so there's no legacy about this guy. They just nah, made their own thing. No, nah, they funny. made their own thing, which is good. You know, yeah. like, I, I liked it be- I, I, when it comes to the wrestling aspect of it. I liked it because of the fact that, one, they had their own spin on a, a luchador they didn't like use a, like a rehash an old mask or something and be like oh no that's this guy and okay. when like there was one part where I, it's not super spoilery the, he goes to his shrine to his dad who was the the previous monster mm-hmm. um where he had a title belt in there and it wasn't just like some like i bought it off of highspots.com or wwe.com like it was like it looked like you know something specifically made for this basically that's cool yeah, so like I like those touches to it because it, it it basically painted, you know, it didn't suck you back into the real world. We're like, dude, I know what that's the title belt from WCW or whatever. Okay, gotcha. So, so I think they did a good job with kind of immersing you in the fact that this guy is in. I, I wish I would have. I wish they would have added some scenes of him actually in a wrestling ring, mm-hmm. kind of doing his thing. Um, you know, um, they didn't go that route, but I always love. To me, one of my favorite things is to watch fucking uh luchadors in suits <laughs> and, and I, I, that's I funny fucking love it because like you're you're all dressed up all nice but you got this wrestling mask on i fucking love that look uh bt dubs i saw a video recently in mexico city where luchadors are running around putting masks on people who weren't, weren't wearing masks out in public they come up and they would like <laughs> tackle them like not really but you know like fuck with them yeah. and tackle them like in the market and make them put a mask on it was pretty funny dude they, they, they and I, i'm sure I've, I've mentioned this before they make luchador style um you know they have luchador <laughs> um you know designs and shit like um covid masks mm-hmm. i don't have any yet but they they look pretty fucking dope okay so uh okay so the it, you know again going back to the description in the movie uh, mm-hmm. an addict next con and a luchador yeah. collide with the organ harvester so the organ harvester is like the gangster guy running everybody we know Teddy who the luchador is yeah the Teddy ex-con Bear Haynes. Uh, the ex-con we don't meet until almost like the third act i think and he ends up yeah. being this white guy with the swastika on his face that i thought was pretty funny and then they mentioned an addict so i wasn't quite sure if the addict in the movie was was that the pregnant daughter or was it the hotel keeper um, she seemed to be more of the story. So I was more inclined to think it was the hotel keeper. But I bet it wasn't, though. You think it was the daughter? Uh, for sure. And we can get into that later on yeah, why. We... Um, okay. But yeah, it, it, so basically you have the, the key players were uh, Teddy Bear Haynes, who's the, the harvester, the gangster mobster guy. There was El Monstro, who was his like muscle. Mm-hmm. And then there was, was married to his daughter. 
right whose name is kaylee and she mm-hmm. was she was knocked up um and, and then they were an addict and then so crystal was the hotel right uh, who ran the hotel we'll mm-hmm. we'll leave her relationship out of this mm-hmm. um and then there was keith who was ex ex uh thug and then randy who was just getting out of prison mm-hmm. and then there was uh the mysterious nessa who was only named oh my god that was i forgot about nessa that's great yeah <laughs> so so yeah it's broken into what it seemed like what one, one two three two, four four, four parts so you have a uh, monster mm-hmm. and then you have friends and then Beans. you have thugs yes and then the last one was criminals mm-hmm. um so yeah and so basically very tarantino like you start mm-hmm. the story from one vantage point the next uh the next um the next chapter is done from a different vantage point right and you're now all tying you up to yeah. one specific thing and during that they're obviously piecing together like relationships and 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 the story and stuff only um, seven main actors in the movie yep you could tell that this was um uh you could tell that this was a low budget for sure. Um, mm-hmm. ju- just the way that it was shot, just the way that, you know, you can tell the places that they chose to, to film in. I kept thinking it was the Valley. So I kept looking for um, mm-hmm. like landmarks and shit. Um, but uh, especially, that ta- especially the taco shop. Cause I'm like, Oh, like I, I want to go to the taco shop. <laughs> <laughs> Looks gross. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 90% rating based on 31 reviews. That's pretty fucking high. Um, people were giving it a like 7.3 out of 10. Hmm. Okay. Um, John DeFore from The Hollywood Reporter said, it's a captivating feature debut despite some missteps. It flashes back to a time when every other filmmaker newcomer wanted to be Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Surprisingly, it does not provoke the weary eye rolling that greeted so many of those films. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was obvious what he was doing. Just yeah. a totally different storyline, which, okay. I, I, was, yeah. I thought the storyline was, was decent. Um. But yeah, it was, I mean, very, very just Tarantino inspired. I, I think there, there, there are definitely points in the story where you're kind of left to fill in plot holes, I guess, or, mm-hmm. or, or at least piece the story together, but not in a good way. Because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. there was periods of time where I didn't understand um, who, why Dave, which, which was like the only other actor in the movie, Dave and Crystal were together. Um, and, and just kind of their dynamic and like what they, you know, what the dynamic between Dave crystal and, 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 and teddy bear was. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of confusing. They didn't really like, not that I needed it spelled out, but they didn't make it obvious. Like it, it kind of left you guessing, but not in a good way. We're like, wait a minute. Like it, it kind of lost you a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we play the spoiler music and we can get into that. Yeah. Let's, let's, um, let's, let's play spoiler music. And 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 um, and get into this here. That's all you get. <laughs> Time out. Can you pause? Can I pause? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me see. 
I've actually never had to pause. Hold on. All right, we're back. I just take a time out because my dogs are sitting there at the door like they needed to go out and go to the bathroom. And then I open the door and they just want to sit in the sun. Asshole. They do this all day long when I'm trying to work. It's funny because you were talking about distractions at work. (laughs) (laughs) All day long with my dogs. They want to go in. They want to go out. They want to go in. They want to go out. Like, oh, my God. Man, the best thing that we have here is a doggy dorm. So I, I don't even have to deal with that kind of life. I have a doggy door. But my little one is not, you know, I mean, she knows how to use it, but it's like she'll just go out there because she wants to bark at the, na- at the dogs next door. Um, I mean, like she can be outside and enjoy the sun until she starts causing a ruckus. Then she comes back inside because we're yeah. not going to have that. I'm not going to be the people with their dogs that they're barking out. Dark. Talking to you, neighbors. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, so she, you know, until she can act like Rebel could go out all day long because he can't fucking he just lays in the sun, doesn't cause any trouble. One yeah. Foot, you know, she'll bark at the trucks or the kids playing in the street or the dogs next door. So it's like just just r- regular dog shit. Yeah, so uh, it's like, yeah, we have a doggy door, but she is not uh, old enough to use it yet on her own, <laughs> which is going to cause a problem when I got to go back to work because guess is going back in her crate and she's going to get pissed. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's. Ugh. I've been it, telling her all year long. I'm like, you don't know how good you got it, little girl. Seriously, it, it's it's wow. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's 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 where this guy Phoenix ends up uh, winning, too, because. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to be live that crate life. But now that yep. now that he's had a year of living outside of it, like it's just when you run errands or when you have to. I mean, does, does he get locked up? Yeah. When you leave the house or we haven't locked him up since you since... just long periods of time like you would. Like how so often, so we, we're segueing so, uh, people. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're we're we're, sorry, we're not sorry. Our show. <laughs> yeah. Like figure it out. Like just forward <laughs> a little bit. You know, that's why they give you the little 15 seconds like forward or reverse it did figure that shit out um so we used to create him in the house um during the day when we'd go to work um since covid life he hasn't been created how once long was he in the crate you know eight hours all day oh okay because my husband's he comes home on his break and he'll let him out yeah and um you know but he's in and out so he pretty yeah. much lets him out to go to the bathroom and then they go you know well it's only her she goes right back in he's not created because he can act right right <laughs> and he's well, got the door and he yeah. goes in and out and he's fine. Yeah. It's just her I create because I'm afraid without us around, she's going to either fuck with him. She's yeah. going to go outside and bark at the neighbors. She's going to eat all the fucking toilet paper off the roll. It's yeah. Like- so so we've kind of tested it out a little bit when, when we left the house for a little bit. And, you know, we have the cameras, so we kind of watch him. So honestly, mm-hmm. like he's what, what he's doing when we're not home is literally out out in the yard. You know, he's old. He he's, much. he's now old and yeah. like this year's been, you know, a little more where he's relaxed a lot. So he's just sitting out in the sun. It's occasionally he'll go over to the side yard where the gate, you know, goes out to the street. And if he hears people like he'll bark at them, but then he'll go back to his normal life. Yeah. If so it were I just think, rebel. Yeah. Not a problem. But yeah, I got one that's not even two. Yeah. I don't know about having that young a pup anymore. I don't know if I have the patience for it anymore. And that's the sad part is she's quarantine puppy. So she hasn't got to be socialized. Yeah. Like, and she'll she's spazzy when other people are around. Cause sure. And we it's like, who the fuck is this? Who are yep. you? Yeah. The fuck are you? I mean, we go on walks and she sees people in the neighborhood, but she's you know, spazzy about it. I was who trying the, to, who the fuck are you? We were, we were signed <laughs> up for puppy classes last January. Oh, and woods humane still has my hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, um, you know, you can either 
uh, either send that back or, you know, credit uh, Chiba on this. It is it is credited to me. And like the thing is, is they're like, well, do you want to um, if we do virtual classes, do you want to do them? And I was like, no. Right. Because no. I mean, I could teach her. She knows how to sit. She knows how to stay. She knows how I'm gonna start sure. her like tricks and shit. She knows her basic but, shit, dude. But she I needed like she needs the socialization was one of the big reasons we were going. Well, and and and, and teaching a dog certain things is fine, but it's like teaching kids. So kids and, and pets tend to learn differently from strangers than they do from you. Yeah. So, no, I don't want to do a oh. Zoom class. The difference is she'll do everything I want her to do in the house. Right. But when you when, you she's, go outside when she's not being door, watched, everything else is a fucking distraction. Yeah. You know, but that's me. I got to now I got to teach her all this shit fuck, outside in front of the house, you know. But anyway, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> puppies at work, They're the worst. Um. Oh, oh, yeah. So, um. hey. Oh, um, yeah. Low life. Yeah, we're, we're back. We, we, we took a, a brief oh, put a little pause. Marker, put a little marker in there. What time is it? We're back to talking about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little goody um, segue. Good session, maybe even. Yep, yep. So uh, we're talking about the uh, 2017 film Low Life. You can find it uh, streaming on the Hulu. Uh, it was written, uh, directed and one of the writers, Ryan Prowse. They had one, two, three, four, five writers on this bitch. <laughs> wow, well, okay. Uh, 2017 um, black comedy crime thriller. Once again, uh, y- y- when you label something a-, a comedy or a black comedy, I expect to fucking laugh. Like I, a- as much as I found El Monstro entertaining, I can't say I was laughing. Um, I had issues. I'm sorry. I had issues. Well, let's get into a little bit more uh, into okay. explaining in the movie. Okay. So like we said, right. the reason why it reminded us so much of Tarantino is broken down into four acts. Yeah, uh, or chapters, labeled. four acts, four mm-hmm. whatever. So the first chapter, we meet El Monstro. Yep. El Monstro. And he's so a he's a disgraced luchador. Yes. And he's sitting there and he's cutting basically a wrestling promo um, at, uh, to the camera. And you're like, you know, he's talking about his, you know, history and, and, mm. and being El Monstro and that sort of thing. And it's not until he's kind of done where they show that he's actually talking to some uh, 15 year old, like it, like dressed up in her pink quinceanera dress. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Cause she's just like, what? Yeah. Fuck? So but he, she, it was her party. She goes, sister, did my dad hire you? <laughs> uh, right. Like she thinks that like he's hired for the party and stuff. Entertainment. Uh, so, so he's there to collect money from the dad. Right. Um, who doesn't have the money. Um, so then the dad comes out, he, you know, tells El, El Monstro that he doesn't have the money and, you know, like his daughter chimes in and he ends up like pushing her or something. And so, so right before this, this happened, Monstro asked the girl what her wish was. Cause apparently, you know, you get a wish or some shit for your quinceanera. That's the first I've heard of it. Um, and her wish was for him to like, you know, um, her wish was for for the monster to basically, uh, set, you know, set her dad straight so he didn't put his hands on her anymore. Um, so then El Monstro does this thing where he does it uh, numerous times in the movie where he kind of just like yells and it's like this high screeching thing. And then he passes out like a siren. Yeah. And then he fucking passes out and then he wakes up and then he's done something fucking bonkers. Um, so apparently he like murders this guy and the girl's like freaking out or something. He's like, well, sorry, but your wish was granted. Bye. <laughs> I got no money. You got to go. 
Um, so yeah, right off the bat, you could tell fucking monster has got some shit going on. Like he's, he's living the, he's living the gimmick a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see him, uh, currently, um, uh, uh, he helps, um, Oh, Teddy, the bad guy, he kidnaps illegal immigrants, yep. prostitution and organ, organ harvesting, uh, run out of the basement of his taco shack. Um, one day, El Monstro escorts a customer to one of the slaves. Um, the girl thinks he's there to save her because that's the legend yeah. of El Monstro. And she says, I'm, he says, I'm not that one. And basically locks her in with this guy. Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the beginning of the movie before. Uh, um, so we, we get the, the montage of, of uh, Teddy taking this woman apart basically yeah to har- harvest i think that's shit. right before the credits roll yes okay then, yeah okay, before yeah, we yeah. get the first the first uh card of of what this chapter is yeah we learn what's going on holy fuck sticks man like he's cutting this woman open harvesting her organs like the part where he's taking out her fucking eye oh, i'm just yeah, like yeah, i couldn't look fucking damn it man it's like i don't I, I don't need that kind of gore in my life i don't need it i i i, I know it exists i know people like that shit i don't like it we also learn in this first chapter that there's a corrupt ICE agent who um, yes. is rounding up these immigrants from a local hotel, which is how we meet Crystal. We, that's how we first meet Crystal. She's the yep. manager of this hotel. And you see this ICE agent come in by himself. Right. And just come in and get a bunch of these immigrants and line them up. And you're like, it's the middle of the night. And you're like, wait a minute. something We know something ain't right. Oh, and he's all beat up. Right. We're like, we know something ain't right. Right. And then he, um, uh, like Crystal like calls him out on this shit. And he ends up like, you know, pulling his gun out on her and tells her to, you know, you know, get on her knees and shit as he walks off this this cast of characters um, into this like taco dungeon because <laughs> it's the under taco the taco Hill. shop. Yeah, the Taco Hill dungeon. We also learn in this first chapter that El Monstro is married to Kaylee, which is Teddy, the gangster mobster's daughter. So th- this is where the confusion starts, because. You know, like, you know, Teddy's like, yeah, you're my daughter. But she kind of says, you know, she kind of puts you're my it off. Stepdad. Yeah, she's stepdad or some or shit. Pos- right. Yeah. Something but like that, that. But yeah. that's 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 where my problem starts. Well, hold on. We'll get to that later. So in the first cat with the first chapter, we find out that Kaylee is the daughter of the mobster. Monstro is married to her. Uh, she's pregnant with his baby. He wants his legacy to go on that. He's been handed down to this baby. So he's really protective about this baby. Um the ICE agent, the reason he has a black eye is he went to try and go get Teddy's money back from the Quinceanera girl's dad that didn't go well. So that's why they call uh, it El Monstro. Teddy sends in El Monstro. Um, uh, so when we also see Monstro when he's back home with, with Kaylee, oh, her dad's the dad's threatening them either, you know, go get my money or, you know, I'm done with both of you. You're gone. Um, so when they go back, the daughter, Kaylee, the pregnant one, is like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. She's yeah. going to have us killed. Um, they kind of fight. Uh, Monster won't let her leave. And then he falls into another screaming, weird siren rage. And we wake up and the house is a mess and she's gone. And, um, and she's gone. He's trying to look for her. The house is a whole shit show. He goes out to the yard, sees, uh, finds a little baggie of drugs. Yeah. So he puts two and two together, or at least that's what I'm assuming is that he thinks that she's on the drugs again or some shit. Yeah, he he um 
he was praying to his ancestors, and then all of a sudden he was attacked by the uh, corrupt ice agent. Yep. And then falls in. Oh, oh yeah. When he was out in the in the shed, when he was praying to his dad about right. what to do because his wife ran off and she was on drugs and da 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 da. So he's praying to his dad, and then ice agent shows up, probably sent by mobster. He goes into another rage. Next thing we see, he's in an alley holding what we assume was the ice agent's hand and yeah. the gun. <laughs> well, and then so like we're like, OK, so he wakes up next to the ice agent. Uh, we assume the ice agent's hand. It's not a lot of blood. Um, and, and we don't know what the what the fuck happened to the rest of the ice agent, because at that point he's just gone. Yeah. Um, like, now we see uh, Monstro. He uh, the, he we see him at the uh, hotel. Yeah. Uh, he uses the pay phone. Uh, to try, ask Teddy for help, he goes outside uh, to pray to his ancestors, uh, and then he's confronted with Crystal, the manager of the hotel, with a shotgun. And then that's when we go into Act Two. So this is when we get into Crystal and Dan. Crystal runs the motel. Uh, her husband is an alcoholic who needs a kidney. Yep. In the first act, Teddy said, "Hey, I, I got a," or, or is it this one? Yeah, there's this one. Uh, Teddy says, "Hey, I got a kidney for you because you know." He's an organ donor. I'm pretty hey, sure Teddy, uh, not Teddy not does organ, a lot of business out of there. Not an organ donor. Oh, sorry, organ <laughs> harvester. Harvester, because donating would be one nice thing. Harvesting <laughs> is a horse of a different color. <laughs> I mean, like, so Teddy's stealing his immigrants out of her hotel. He yeah. shows up there a lot. I think he hides people there. He's definitely worked with them before or he's got something on them. Something like, right. So we're not really sure what it is. We don't know what's going on. Um, there's there's definitely this weird relationship between Crystal and Teddy at mm -hmm. this point that what, you're just like, OK, what's like, are they together? Are they kind of together? I'm not sure there. There's hints of it, but there's, it's not really like spelled out, um, you know, but we focus on on Crystal and she's got. So the part where I was a little confused was with the uh, the records, the medical records. Oh, uh, so so basically, um. Teddy tells Crystal, hey, I know Dan needs a kidney and Kaylee has offered one of hers. Um, and Crystal agrees and pays because Crystal had already agreed to buy a kidney from Teddy because her husband's an alcoholic. He's nobody's going to give him one. Right. Um, and then Teddy shows up and says, hey, guess what? Kaylee, his his stepdaughter offered one. Um, and then that's when we kind of find out that Crystal and Dan are her real parents. And we find out later that he that they sold Kaylee to him. Um, but at this point, he, Teddy's telling them, hey, Kaylee agreed to give one of her kidneys. Uh, so, so reluctant, but she agrees. So so this is where it, it, the so this is part of where the confusion is, because in that beginning um, where Kaylee and Teddy are in the in the uh, taco shop and she's like, that's her stepdad. Mm -hmm. But they never referenced the mom. But we're assuming that. You're kind of left ambiguous of like where this other mother is until you start talking about Crystal and then Crystal's like, well, wait, is she the mom? And so it's a little it's a little confusing there. At least I thought so. Yeah, no, we 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 figure. Yeah, we know that the uh, that she's the, the we figure out that she's their kid and that I don't know. If she sold. I think I think it's it's not said until like she, the end. her crystal and dan are talking about how when she comes in and finds dan on the floor and she's trying to tell him that um she got him a kidney and stuff and they're talking about kaylee and they were talking about how it was best at the time for them to give her up because they were both addicts and they couldn't right. take care of her 
Right. And, and, we're assuming and when she finds him to her, when she finds Dan, he's on the floor um, playing um, Edward 40 hands or somebody had <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, duct yeah. taped his hands to these bottles. Yeah. I was like, um, Who did that? If you by yourself. Right. Um, um, so then like she tells Dan, she tells Dan about the thing and he wants to celebrate by having a drink. And then that's you can see just Crystal's face is like, motherfucker, this is why we're in this shit. Right. Um, she drives, so Crystal um, starts to have concerns. She drives to Teddy's house. She sees Kaylee's in the garden coming out of the house. And we realize this is just after she had the fight with El Monstro. And then she realizes she's pregnant. She didn't know Kaylee was pregnant. She never would have agreed to let her donate a kidney if she was pregnant. Right. She calls him to say it's off, but he already pl- implies it's too late. Right. And he and well, and he's playing dumb on the phone, like because, uh, you know, I'm assuming it's because he doesn't want to like admit anything on the phone. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, I don't know. Who is this? <laughs> what? Is this? Prank caller. Prank caller. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so no English. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, but but is it so? Yeah. OK, so she gets to she sees and then so she sees Kaylee on the lawn. And this is when we first see Kaylee get abducted by two. People. Yeah, we see Kaylee coming out of the house. This is after she had the fight with Monstro. She actually was going to leave. And then she remembers, oh, I have a bag of heroin hidden in the front yard that she digs up. Yeah, she sits down to shoot up. And her crystal sees this, and then Crystal also sees this car, this uh, this white guy jump out, and this black guy, and they take her. Now, nah, and and so yeah, and then they take her, and then um, she then Crystal goes back to the back motel. to the hotel, back to the motel. Then she walks into the room to find Dan committed suicide in the most horrific way. Yeah, that was so graphic. That was horrible. I didn't need that. I, I yeah, we didn't. So she walks in, and so. Dan committed Dan, suicide because he discovered that Crystal was buying Kaylee's kidney. Which, okay, maybe he not found a, the paperwork in the office because yes. before when, when she had the she had the when um Teddy gave her paperwork, he's he was trying to prove to her that the kidneys match. And yeah. he said, here's the paperwork. She had a folder on it. Right. She, and then and she was so trying she to asked, hide it from Dan. So she asked Dan to kind of watch the, the hotel while she ran off to, to do this errand. And then that's when he finds it and oh, reads because it. he leaves the note on the. Yeah. He says, like, what the fuck or something. Yeah. But like. Um, and then he left her a message on the answering machine. Yeah. Um. So you could tell, like, before this, when when Crystal and and, and Dan were having a conversation that he's just kind of given up. Like, yeah. except, like he kind of seems like, OK, yay, there's a there's a thing. But you can tell he's just like, say, fuck it. So Dan takes the time and the time that Crystal's gone to lay plastic down mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, pull a shotgun and blow his head off, um, mm-hmm. which was extremely graphic. We didn't see the incident, but we saw the aftermath. Nobody yeah. So they, they basically hired a pretty decent um a special effects person yeah. and and basically threw fucking ground beef at the wall. Um <laughs> so you know Crystal's obviously upset, you know, she this is not what she wanted. Um I, I don't know if 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 I would have said that this warranted Dan blowing his head off, but regardless, it's too late. He did. Like you were saying, he was done anyway. He was done anyway. So Crystal takes the shotgun and she kind of goes back into the hotel and you think that I don't know. At that point, I'm like, okay, she's probably going to do herself in or go after Teddy. I don't know. Something, right? Um, so, and then, so that's when you get the the whole thing where he, where, because uh, then at that point, Monster comes in, he's trying to use the self, the, the payphone. And then that's when she walks up on him in the, um, in the parking lot as he's praying for guidance, right? 
No, no, no. Actually, when the first time she was in the office when she was trying to find the hide the medical records is when Monstro came in. So this time, um, she takes the shotgun from Dan. She goes back to the motel just when the kidnappers arrived at the motel with Kaylee to get a room. So okay. now she's shocked because this guy is sitting there with Kaylee. The guys that she just saw kidnap them. Right. Are pulled up there. And we don't know why at this point. That's in the next act. Um, so Dogs. she Dogs. just gives them a key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and he's actually, like, it says this is before Monster arrives again. We're cutting back and forth with the scene. So it was hard to tell before, how, the, the timeline. Yeah, we're trying to piece things together here for you guys, folks, because, you know. It, OK, it, so the, so Crystal takes a shotgun back to behind the motel counter. Just then the men who kidnapped Kaylee arrive um, and get a room. A shocked Crystal gives them a key before El, then El Monstro shows up to use. That's when he shows up to use the payphone. Because right. that's she's like, oh, shit, he's right there. Um, yeah. Monstro accidentally uses the intercom function instead of um, leaving a message. So Crystal's able to hear that he's looking for Kaylee. She loads the shotgun, confronts him in the parking lot. She's asked if he's looking for Kaylee. He said yes. And she tells him he's in room 101 where these men just took her. So they rush over to the door and kick the door down. And then you hear a shotgun blast. And then we cut to th the next chapter, thugs. Uh-huh. That's when we meet Keith. Who happens to be the guy that just showed up at the hotel with Kaylee. Yep. And he's he's outside of a prison waiting for Randy. Randy. Hey, Randy, <laughs> are you out of prison now, Randy? <laughs> Randy shows up, big old white guy with a swastika tattoo over his entire face. Yeah, you just kind of. So before we see Randy's face, you see Keith's face and he's happy to see his friend. And then his face just kind of melts as he's noticing that. This motherfucker has a has a, swast a big old swastika like completely covering his face. We um, find out that Randy and Keith were homies. Um, Randy was uh, in prison for 11 years. Sounds like he took um, he copped for something that probably he and Keith did. Yep. And took the time for it. Yep. Uh, we find out later that that swastika on his face was not his choice. Yeah. He got in prison. Well, I mean, if, if there's anything that we've learned from uh, from our 60 uh, days in from 60 days <laughs> in is that sometimes you just got to pick a side and um, he picked a side. <laughs> um, but it's I don't know. I think it sounds like the side was picked for him. Yeah, because it because it's interesting. It, it looked like he was trying to um, up with the Latins and because he like he knew Spanish. Right. Find out later. He denied being an, a Nazi, but tells Keith that it was something he was forced to do in order to stay alive in prison. He explains that prison gave him an understanding of different cultures and he learned fluent, fluent Spanish. Yeah. And and let's not forget, Randy's a white dude who thinks he's ghetto. So he's very, um, you know, trying to be all hip hop and thuggish and shit. He's pretty funny. Um. So um, so we find out in the car ride that um, Keith has kind of cleaned up his life. And kind of, but we find out that he was an accountant for Teddy. Yeah, he didn't clean up his life that much, um, but he makes it sound like he did. He makes it sound like he went straight. Um, he had kids. Um, one thing that was keeping Randy kind of going in prison was Nessa, his old girlfriend, uh, his old girlfriend before he got locked up before he got locked up. And we find out during this this car ride uh, with Randy and Keith that, well, Keith is got with Nessa and had babies. And this obviously upsets Randy to where they have to pull over and he has to like throw up because this one yeah, thing that throw up as much gore as in this movie. I did not need the people. Yeah, we, we didn't need the barf. And, and and so it looks like they're in Echo Park at that point because they're because eh? they're by, over by the lake or whatever. Um, did you see sad girl? 
I didn't see sad girls, but I saw sad girls boyfriend kick Randy's ass. So Randy's like, I need to go for a walk. And Keith is is like, dude, you got a swastika on your face. You don't need to be walking around this fucking town. And he's like, it's cool. It's cool. So like, like Keith is kind of walking back to the car and you can hear like, like, how did you not laugh at this movie? Okay. That part to me, that part was all right. That part was funny. That part was Um, funny. So, so we yeah. actually learned when um, when Keith was standing outside the prison waiting for Randy to come out, he was on the phone. You could tell with his wife or his girlfriend or something. And right. he did call her, her Nessa. And then so later on, when Randy was asking about her in the car, you went. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so he goes, Randy goes to walk off and like, like, it's just he takes a couple steps before he runs into like a Vato who's like, he's like, no, man, it's cool, man. I like uh, like I support the Vatos or some shit. And then Keith gets in the car and he looks out of the uh, the front of the, uh, you know, the, the the front mirror there or the front window. And all of a sudden, these dudes are beating the shit out of Randy. Uh, these Vatos were beating the shit out of him because, you know, you got swastika on your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that part. Yes, that part was funny. Um, so Randy gets back in the car where Keith is like, OK, we just Keith supposedly had a whole day planned for his release. It's like, yeah, we get on with our day. Fine. Can you we know. get on with our date. Uh, so then he finds out that, um, Ted was, or Keith was Teddy's accountant and was actually in before. So before that, so they end up parking someplace shortly after uh, Randy got his ass kicked. And that's kind of when, uh, Keith kind of like, kind of jumps back in. He's like, yeah, let's do it. We're boys. Let's, let's fucking. So that's kind of like where for some fucking reason, Keith's like all in all of a sudden. And then that, yeah. And then they they end up driving over to uh, to uh, to uh, Keith's job where he's like, you know, fuck your life. I'm quitting my job. You can suck a bag of dicks, blah, blah, blah. And so they just kind of show Randy's face and Randy's like, like, what the fuck are you? Shut the fuck up. And you're like, okay. And then that's when they show that Keith is working for Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear. And, and he's trying to be a big shot right now and quit. He, he's trying, he's to, be trying a big to pull shot. a fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you. I'm out of here. But, we, but me and you, Randy, we cool. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't get that the kind of life, I guess, that teddy bear runs. Um, but Randy does. Mm-hmm. And Randy's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I've seen this dude like murder people on like a good day. And right. He knew heard you know. about him. He knew stories about him. And then and then here's where it gets a little murky again, because it's like. So Teddy knows that Randy or that Teddy, know, Teddy knows that Keith has taken money from him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was his accountant and he was embezzling from him. Right. And then that's when he wants his fucking money back. And then for some reason, they end up sending Randy and Keith. He didn't have the money to pay him back. So he gave him an ultimatum. You either right. kidnap Kaylee to settle the debt or Teddy uh, will kill Keith's wife and children. So th- these two fuckers drive over to uh, to Kaylee's house. To kidnap and, her, and that's when we when we tie in when Crystal saw that all go down. Right. So this is the part where it looks so there's so as soon as Randy gets out of the car and heads towards Crystal, Crystal's kind of like she's kind of like um wobbly. Kaylee. Uh Kaylee's kind of wobbly. So then like it kind of looks like she's shot up because she's like, you know, she's she's like wobbly, and then like Randy runs up r- runs up to her, and then she's got the uh the fucking um the needle syringe. that she's yeah the syringe she's trying to poke randy with so i'm like well shit did she just fucking shoot up real fast like 
I don't know. I also was, she was kind of, she seemed disoriented to me from like, as soon as we saw her walking outside the house, because we uh-huh. didn't really know what went down in the house because we just saw, we just heard Monstro's siren and then things were a shitstorm. Right. Oh, so I'm assuming she took a couple whoops in there. Oh. And she was still disoriented from that or something. Jesus. So I didn't yeah. really n- notice that. Yeah, she um, was, but she was wobbly. And then I, that's why I was trying to be like, all right, well, it, so it, did Monstro do something to her? Um, is he actually just a real piece of shit? Um, or did she shoot up, you know, while she's knocked up? Um, so they end up dragging her in the car. Um, oh, they, so Keith knocks her out because she's like fighting with Randy. And then like he, <laughs> Keith shows up and fucking cold cocks her and they stick mm-hmm. in the car and they drive off. And um, she tells him Teddy's Teddy will kill him even if they do bring her to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so she wakes up mid drive. Well, so yeah. And fucking gives gives a super kick to Randy in the fucking face in the in the uh, in the back seat, and then she ends up running off uh, out of the car. And so Randy and Keith. Uh, oh my god! Okay, the fact that they were both chasing her down the street, I'm like, where's the car? Why didn't one of you bring the car? And then my husband are like, what? You're gonna drag her back down those three blocks? And it's like, and the next thing you know, you see him in the car. I'm like, oh, they're gonna tell us that part. Right. Well, and 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 Keith is obviously keeping up with her, but it's Randy uh, who's like all of a sudden getting winded and shit so it's like yeah you could have just stayed in the car and brought the car around right 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 but i think randy went out first that's why anyway yeah. It, yeah, it was dumb so next thing you know they're in the car she tells him hey he's gonna kill us kill y'all both anyway randy wants to go through with it uh he wants to go through with it he's afraid and keith is unsure so they decide to stop at a motel to just try and find a safe space and that's when they happen to stop at crystal's Mo- crystal's motel yeah, great spot and- <laughs> it's like well it's the only motel in town right um so that's so yeah then that's when keith walks in with with kaylee to get the room and randy's off parking the car or whatnot mm-hmm. um and that's that's where that starts to get tied in right then, so then you get the fourth act where everything ties in yeah well right before the fourth act though it, it, kaylee starts to go into contractions right in the mm-hmm. hotel room oh and yeah then, and they argue about what to do Yes. And then Monstro comes in with with Crystal and she, you know, shoots up in the air in the room of the fucking hotel. Like, hopefully right. it's not a two story hotel. Um, so that's what we saw at the end of the last scene when they learned. Yeah. Know, when you hear the gunshot with the shotgun. Yeah. So then we get to the last one. And that's when Teddy pulls up to the hotel where everyone is in and he walks in there and hey, look, it's all of our cast of characters all together. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> so so at that point, Teddy's like, you know, he's uh, so Monstro is, is concerned uh, with Kaylee. They want to take her to the hospital. And and this is when Randy starts to speak Spanish to Monstro. And he saying, knows the legend of a Monstro. He knows who he is. Yes. And so, well, look, it's it, it's the, it's two things. So when you learn Spanish, you learn Spanish. Number one. Number two, they, they tell you about the legend of El Monstro. Yeah. Uh, little did you, did you know? So this is this is when Randy tells Monstro in Spanish, like, dude, don't let her go with him because he's trying to harvest her shit. And this is where all hell breaks loose. Um, uh, and and uh, Monstro, like, you know, realizes, oh, shit, I got to get this girl away from him. Realizes um, Teddy's a piece of shit. Teddy's a piece of shit. And so Teddy ends up running out of the uh, running out of the uh, the hotel room with Chris with Kaylee, Kaylee. in hand. And goes 
to the trunk and pulls out a semi-automatic oh, uh, yeah. uh, machine gun and starts spraying towards room 101. Mm-hmm. So then he bounces and everybody in the room kind of gets up like, oh, we're fine. We're good. Like, oh, he but are the room we? And then pulls off and leaves. Yes. Which is like, OK, let's go back to the last movie we just watched. One of my biggest fucking pet peeves is when um, I'm just going to assume everybody's dead and leave. Yeah. I'm going to assume that she died when the car went over the cliff and landed in the water. I'm just going to assume everybody in the room is dead. And they right. usually leave, you know, well, well especially not dead if you're not going to go. So, so he had a pistol. He ended up uh, uh, emptying the pistol, then uh, takes the time to go into his trunk to get the semi-automatic machine gun or fucking rifle or whatever. Fucking sprays the room or sprays towards the room, I should say. Um, but yeah, doesn't really go back into the room and and. And just to make sure that everybody's like, you know, double tapped or whatever. Um, so so he fucking drives off. And then, you know, that our cast of characters in the in the in the hotel room start to, like, come to and they're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, I think we're all good, except for Keith. Keith gets OK. So Keith gets shot in the arm. And yeah, from where it looks like Keith got shot in the arm, it looked like a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. OK, it, it's a, just a flesh wound. So they all get in the into Crystal's minivan to basically follow um you know they assume that they're taking he's that uh that teddy bear's taking her back to the taco shop yeah yeah so they all get into the minivan and they're kind of arguing and so randy wants to go to the hospital to you know take keith but she's saying look if if we don't go rescue kaylee she did right well they also know if they go to the hospital then um randy's probably gonna end up back in prison i mean the the dude's got a swastika on his fucking face so you're on parole. You just got out of prison and now you're dropping off a body that just got shot. That's also kind of why right. they didn't take Kaylee there either. It was like, if we go to right. the hospital, we can be in trouble. So in, in this trip to the taco shop, Keith kicks the bucket. He died of blood loss, I, I guess. But like, it looked <laughs> like a fucking flesh wound on your arm, dude. Like it didn't hit like you hit like a major artery or nothing like like well, the funny thing is, is since this, since this director so loved the gore, you'd think if it was that much of a wound, he would have showed us like blood spurting from the artery or something like or, that, or at least made it like in, into the chest or something, right? Yeah. So someplace where you could have seen like bloods, you know, splitting out instead of like the what looked like literally like just like a nick on his arm, but it was like one of those. Oh shit, he died. Yeah. Oh well. I oh, mean, he- I get was that. A, I guess that's it was it was supposed to be. Oh yeah. shit, he died. Oh shit, Keith did. Um, Nessa, Nessa's now single mom. Um, Randy can get Nessa back now. Yeah, with his mask on and shit. Um, <laughs> oh wait, we're not there yet. Um, <laughs> so we get to the taco shop. Everybody busts in. They're ready to go. Fucking and Muscle takes off his his suit and his shirt. Now he's like all like shirtless and shit, ready to fucking kick some ass. So they go down to the um fucking the sex dungeon under the taco shop or whatever. And they find, they find Kaylee who's already given birth. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting on this. Like, I was like, that is a six month old newborn baby. I'm like, or is it, or is he gigante? Like a monster supposed to be because we learned that this one was a disgrace because he's small. <laughs> uh, fucking. This is, is, is basically a 16 year old kid that she gave birth to. <laughs> and so she's holding this baby and she's like oh yeah the baby now here's ding here's where i uh, here's uh, one of the other issues that i was bringing up earlier was that 
So Monstro takes the baby and he's looking at him gingerly and loving him and like going, oh shit, my legacy gets to live on. So this bitch ass doesn't give a fuck about Kaylee because all of a sudden he fucking runs off with the fucking kid mm-hmm. like, you know, yelling. What was he yelling? Oh, uh, in Spanish, the legacy is all, you mm-hmm. know, it's all about the legacy or whatever. Um, so he runs off with the baby and everybody's like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Like, bitch, like, <laughs> like the fuck, man. So Monstro's out there now. He's got a fucking newborn in the middle of the night out in the middle of the street. Ain't got no fucking like blankets and shit like. This is not good for newborn babies, if you know anything about newborn babies. <laughs> so while he's out there uh, with the baby, then all of a sudden the quote unquote ICE agents, the corrupt ones, the rest of them, the rest of them who ain't missing a, a hand or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking show up to, you know, gangbuster the, the whole thing in the fucking sex dungeon under the taco shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so the weird part is, is that, OK, so Randy, Crystal and Kaylee are now in this like meat locker and they're like setting up a table, making sure that they're ready to, you know, barricade. They know Katie's going to come in blaze barricade. And then they hear somebody cutting the door open or whatever. And then sure as shit, it's the ice agents. Right. So the it's the ice agents who are who are busting down the door. But then all of a sudden you see Monstro like Mm. tackle these guys. But Mm -hmm. then right after that, then you see Randy or Mm -hmm. um, Teddy Bear. And I'm like, Okay, I'm confused. So did Monstro decide, okay, I'm going to be a good guy and go help people? Or did he come back with Teddy? It it was very weird because like, yeah, they they were like right next to each other. So then Monstro's beating the shit out of the ice agents. Fucking Teddy's got uh, his gun and he's shooting shit. Um, The ice agents are trying to grab, you know, the girls. Um, One of them's choking Crystal. Um, At this point, we don't know where the fuck Randy is. Uh, Randy ends up like assaulting Teddy Bear, but ends up like wounding him. I, I miss how he wounded him or whatever. Oh, uh, Randy had <laughs> Crystal had a bunch of shit in her trunk and he goes, you got any weapons in here? He goes, yeah, check the trunk. And they found a sledgehammer. So he walks into the whole thing with a sledgehammer and he had a gun in his hand. I'm like, why are you taking the sledgehammer if you got a gun? But he yeah. ends up holding on to the sledgehammer. So when they bust out of the meat locker yeah. and Teddy's there, he 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 um, nails Teddy in the side, like in the rib cage with that sledgehammer which is why teddy goes down but he pistol whips randy as he you know right after randy got that shot in so so then sledgehammer uh, to the side to the kid teddy goes <laughs> so before teddy goes down he shoots monstro who's running towards him right and mm-hmm. and so now monstro is like crawling towards teddy he crawls over to teddy looks into his eyes lovingly and says i, I love you man <laughs> oh wait no he fucking bashes his fucking head in once again the c- cue the, the yeah we hear the siren but this time the uh we see what happens after the siren yeah uh, cue cue the uh the special effects guy that they hired and cue the ground meat yep he, he, they, they go down to Al- albertson's and get some extra bloody raw meat and and put it where teddy's head was supposed to go because that's what a monster does and just basically makes him fucking ganasada um so so Teddy's out of the equation now. He did. Um, and so now Crystal is being choked by an ice agent. Kaylee shows up and fucking slashes this fucking ice agent, dude. Um, so he goes down and then Randy comes to and he goes over to Monstro. And all of a sudden he's having this poignant uh, moment with him in Spanish. 
um, you know, basically telling him that he was going to keep his legacy alive, that he was going to give them the mask to his son when he grew up or whatever. And so Monster was like, don't burden him with this shit. Um, you know, he doesn't need that. So next thing you know, they show the girls. Um, they show one of the other meat lockers that had the original girl from the, 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 the first part of the movie who was like, you know, a monster, are you here to save me? Um, so that meat locker gets open and Randy is now standing at the door with Monstro's mask on. So he's basically assumed the legacy of El Monstro. So, dun, dun, dun. so and he, he gets to hide his face. And well, shit, dude. So then he lets out all the all the the the, the slaves or uh, the you know people in prison in prison down there. They they're they're heading up there. And so at this point, Crystal and Kaylee are in the car. And that's when um, Randy shows up and, you know, and he's like, why are you wearing the mask or whatever? You know, he said, yeah. so he basically says that monster will like pass the legacy to him, which I think is full of shit. Um, yeah. I, I think he just kind of took it and assumed it himself. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because it's Randy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, she's like, uh, Kaylee's like, you know, once you put on the mask, you can never take it off. And obviously Randy's like, I'm, I, I don't want to ever see my fucking face again because, you know, he got a swastika on it. So Randy's now fucking new monster and shit. Um, so then the, he takes he takes um, the dead body of Keith out of the car, uh, out of the minivan and puts it in the the, uh, the ice car. And that's where the girls get into. So I, I don't know why he took Keith because, you know, like well, they're going to bury him or do I something guess. Nice but like it. not now know. you got a car full of you know, people who were imprisoned and dead Keith, mm-hmm. um, but whatever. Um, so we get this other poignant moment in the minivan where um, it's Crystal and Kaylee kind of having a heart to heart. And this is where, this is where I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're talking or whatever. And because uh, Crystal says to Kaylee, oh, you know, you're so pretty or whatever. Um she takes it as, wow, that's only something a mother would say. <laughs> so she turns to she turns to to Crystal and goes, "Are, are you my mom?" <laughs> uh, yeah, bitch, I'm your mom. Nah. So so they basically agree to uh, fucking. You know, she's like, "Well, do you need help?" Yeah, I'm gonna need help raising the baby, kind of thing. So they drive off with the baby and um, into the sunset. Into the fucking sunset. I took like normally like I'll I'll do a little bit of a play by play when I'm writing, um, you know, when 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 I'm watching a movie just to kind of like rehash things later for me. Um, I took basically let me see three pages of notes on this fucking movie because of the fact that (laughs) I had to write shit down because I'm like, God damn it. Um, and, and, And at the bottom, once again, I have. My last FYI, just for the listener's point of view, I don't take any notes when I watch a movie. So this is all from your brain that you remember this stuff. Oh no, I'm looking at the wiki. The, the, oh the, no, like See, through the plot. But I just write down the things that I want to say. Like no. my notes. This Wait, is this, hold on. This is this is my notes. That bottom half. You gotta hold Wait. it in front of your face so I can see it. It's this much of the page. Oh Jesus, no. <laughs> Nah, see, I so this is kind of how I learn stuff, too, is that like if I'm watching like a YouTube video on how to learn something like I'm learning Linux right now, I'll I'll like write it down while that person's talking about it. 
because that's kind of how I learn um, or, or retain stuff. So when I'm watching a movie, I'm literally writing like the movie down as it goes. <laughs> so that way I can go back. That's the only reason why I know like all this shit went down in this fucking movie. Um, well, say so here's the funny thing, because I was just kind of going along with the plot on Wiki, and I thought you were going down the same thing because your notes were pretty much the same as they had there. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, because I wrote all this <laughs> shit down. Because, you know, and, and one of the other reasons why I do it this way as well is that it, it forces me to pay attention because, you know, in this day and age, you're so used to, like, picking up your phone in the middle of a movie or whatever. So this forces me to kind of, like, pay attention and write stuff down so I'm not missing anything. Yeah, we though, I put my phone face down. So it, I don't know, and then what I'll do is like, I, I, I will I'll jot down like I here's here's my notes. Mm -hmm. I just caught <laughs> uh, too much gore, pulpy. Yep. yep. I liked Randy and Crystal. Mm. Uh, I, I was entertained by Randy. Crystal was a hot mess. But I was rooting for them. If you ask me oh, who I was rooting for, I was yeah. rooting for Randy and Crystal. I, I, I think I was. Uh, I don't know if I was rooting for anybody, honestly. Uh -huh. Like for for like I was rooting for Monstro just out of like, you know, um, Lucha Libre alone, and then mm -hmm. he kind of pulled that bitch ass move where he like take took the baby and ran. So I'm like. <laughs> All right, Wait, he, that's what made you change your mind? Not, well, not. <laughs> no, I mean, like, obviously, he he'd done some bullshit, but at least he had the love of Kaylee to kind of keep him straight, right? He didn't have love of Kaylee; he had love of of the baby inside of Kaylee. Well, that's what we learn when he runs off with the fucking baby. So I'm like, all right, this guy. Oh just no, like, I knew that from like their fight, from when they were fighting in the house. That's all he cared about because um he wanted to. I thought he wanted to fucking kill her because at when she got away from him by. We see later on that she held the scissors up to her stomach. And it's like, hey, if you don't let me go, uh -oh, this yeah. baby's gone. Yeah, I, I, I felt I like he just cared about the baby. Yeah, I guess. But it's, you know, he had he had the chance to to, to kind of like show and prove. And he didn't. He just right. kind of like fucking ran off like a little fucking. Well, that and what he, that and um, I guess from the moment at the beginning when, you know, he's telling us the legend of El Monstro. But then when the girl who actually the Spanish girl who knows who he is. Oh, sorry. I'm not the one that's here to help you. It's like, yeah, you're not the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh, co collecting the debt from Kinsinietta's dad. So, so, yeah, if you're at it, 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 once again, we go back to that one specific topic that I always tend to ask myself and you when we mm -hmm. do these things is who's I'm I who am I rooting for? Mm hmm. I wasn't rooting for nobody. Uh -huh. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just watching a series of 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 uh, unfortunate events happen. It's like, OK, what movie did I say I wasn't rooting for anybody was. Uh, um, was it the last one? I was care Antebellum? a lot. Antebellum. And uh, I mean, I guess I was rooting for them to get out, but it must have been. I care. Weast was the only one I cared about. And I care a lot. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. in this movie, I, I mean, I, I think I was rooting for Randy because. I saw that Randy was trying to change his ways when he got out of prison. So okay. I was rooting for him and to, like, I'm rooting for him to eventually have a good life. And I guess I was, I was rooting for, you know, Crystal to, and, and Kaylee to eventually, have, I guess mm. Kaylee, cause she came along with the package now. <laughs> I guess Kaylee was a hot mess. Like, you know, well, like, maybe I'm rooting for them cause they're the only ones that survived. <laughs> yeah. But knowing how trashy they are, like what are the chances that Kaylee's, fucking doing drugs again and and fucking crystal's not trying to sell her again you know but it's maybe like, kaylee's bad influence was her fucking dad 
Her dad probably fucking kept her drugged up. Her dad was fucking prostituting her. So yeah. I think if they get away from that guy. I also think he had some kind of hold over Crystal and Dan too, you know? Sure. Yeah. Because well, besides, or keep, well you know, yeah. using the hotel and shit like they, that. So they, he they, didn't want they, that. He didn't want her them to get any better either. Yeah. Cause it's, it's towards the end that we find out that, um, Dan and Crystal had sold Kaylee. Um, cause they were druggies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crystal didn't know about the prostitution. I mean, um, you know, we found out later. Yeah. He was, he was prostituting his daughter down there. So, after the movie, you know, I kind of like sat back and and thought about it. Like, what do I really think about this movie? And I kept thinking to myself that if I was younger, like back in the day, I think I would have enjoyed this movie more than I did. At, okay, would you have enjoyed it before you seen Pulp Fiction? Because back in the day, it would have been too close to Pulp Fiction if it reminded us of Pulp Fiction I, this I, much. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like if I was younger, I would have appreciated this movie more than I actually did um, at my age now. One, because, yes, it had too much Pulp Fiction to it for sure. Like, you can't, you can't use that trope and not think of Tarantino. Yeah, you can't give me, like, three or four scenes and then all of a sudden intertwine, especially if gangsters... You know, and then all of a sudden they're doing the shit together. I mean, like I said, so much of it reminded me of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, to me, it was just like a low budget movie that someone had gotten on the books. Um, I, I, it was too Tarantino. I wasn't rooting for anybody. Um, you know, they felt the need to fucking gore you up, which I didn't need. Um, I, you I mean, know, like I said, t t Tarantino likes likes the the blood and guts, but I mean, this was even further but, than that. This was this is this is this was more graphic. I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was it was graphic for the sense of being graphic, and and yeah. I I didn't need you. I didn't need especially the opening part of the movie where like Teddy is taking apart this woman. Which, by the way, I put in my notes. Didn't Teddy shoot her in the head? Yeah. Okay, so when she's on the table, and he's cutting her up. There is no head wound uh, on her head. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, there's no head wound. I don't remember now. Or was it the chest? Now I don't remember. I could have sworn, like, you and me remember the head. And I, I thought I remember the head because he held the gun and popped it. But then, like, she's on the table and she has no head wound. The thing with the gore, I was going to say, is like, uh, which which Tarantino does, but like even more. It's like, OK, you can show me like a knife going to kill somebody and then show me the blood splatter on the wall and leave it up to my imagination how there's that a, person died. It's it's this there's a movie line did not no, <laughs> leave it a, to any imagination on look, just how Tarantino that Tarantino has done Keith in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, you know, Tarantino has done this stuff, uh, you know, it, to an extent. But for some reason, this this screamed more like gore for the sake of gore like there was mm -hmm. like i did did look less is more and i will always say that shit like you let people imagine things because people's imagination let them run wild with it assume mm -hmm. that the worst right mm -hmm. you don't have to fucking blatantly show me the worst because i'm already yeah. going to think the worst it's in the fucking like i said it's in the organ harvesting okay that's pretty <laughs> fucked up right. like i like i assume that you're doing the worst do i need to see you harvesting and having the the previously uh, two armed ice agent 
uh, cleaning the shit up. No. Uh, the funny thing is, is we did see him come back later on in the film. I think at the end when we saw the other, because I was like, oh, look, one out. No hand. No hand. Did he have, <laughs> did he have his hand? No, it was missing. He, we saw him show up later on and he was missing the one hand. Oh, okay. I, I totally missed that because I, I yeah. figured at that point he was just in a dumpster. I forgot that. I remember that early when we were talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to remember that later on. Yeah. He, he, because like you said, when we, the, earlier when we saw Monstro wake up in the alley just holding the guy's, a hand and a gun and we didn't see the rest of the guy's body but later on i think when um that shit was going down in the basement he pops up all of a sudden and he's only got one hand <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> so uh... okay so here's the discussion i had about the film after my husband and i watched it last night okay well that was a lot yeah, yeah. i don't think i need to watch it again no <laughs> so it, here's here's the mistake i made last night I watched that movie and then I watched the rest of Justice League, mm-hmm. which, if you don't know, is four hours long. Oh, my God. Thank you for telling uh, me. Legit four hours me. long. I watched the first hour on Friday and watched the other three hours um, last night after this movie. Oh, my God. Long for the sake of long. And similarities because it was cut in in certain chapters the uh, the justice league movie so it had a lot of similarities to this fucking shit show um so it was just a very long night of just long long for the sake of long for the sake of okay i i I, okay like watching i i felt annoyed watching low life but to me justice league felt like a fever dream (laughs) Because there's just Good a lot know. of just, uh, I mean, like, honestly, you can probably go into that movie. Um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I, I would say if you start that movie, like with an hour left, maybe an hour and a half left, you're good. Really? You just watch the last hour and a half? Just that la- last hour and a half, the, the, the beginning. And I'm sorry, this has become a second movie review. Nah. Um, but I'm going to get it out there to save you fucking people because it's four hours fucking long. Like I thought, okay. I can do this. I'm going to break this movie into parts so I don't have to watch the whole thing. But I had time after fucking. Um, so Friday night, I watched some stuff. And I'm like, ah, I guess I can put this on until I fall asleep. So I got an, like an hour in and I was like, all right, I'll watch the rest, you know, this weekend and then pump through the other three hours last night. So just watch the end like you've you've seen. Uh, you've, seriously, you've seen. So there's enough of the other movie like the original version right yeah because um, wasn't this a, this is the director's version or something like that this i mean was it's the same so, movie right but so uh uh zach snyder um left the movie while it was filming because his like daughter died oh okay so then they brought in josh whedon who had done mm-hmm. you know some marvel movies mm-hmm. um so he cut the movie the way that he saw fit and there are similarities. There are similar scenes. Um, so this is the original director's cut. This is the original director's cut. And he decided to make it four hours fucking long. He made it four hours fucking long because one. Um, a lot of the, especially at the beginning, a lot of scenes are just very drawn out. You're like, come on, like, I don't need to watch this chick um, at the, you know, at the edge of the ocean, like singing to fucking Aquaman and they Mm-mm. show most of the fucking song. Um, is Amber Heard in the movie. Not only is Amber Heard in the movie. Ah! 
for so so here's the weird part about Amber Heard. She's in the movie, not a lot, but then the, at the end, fucking Batman has a, uh, or Bruce Wayne has a, a, a dream about this po- post-apocalyptic dream after everything is saved. And for some reason, Amber Heard in the dream has a British accent. So all of a sudden she's fucking <laughs> Mara with a British accent. So I'm like, what's happening here? Um, there were, life. there were, <laughs> there were cool parts. There were cool parts. Like it was cool to see um, as much as I wasn't a fan of his version of the Joker, Jared Leto's Joker is briefly in the movie at the end. Mm. during that dream sequence and his interaction with 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 uh with batman is kind of cool but like i said watch the end of the movie anyway low life um i'm not really sure what i'm rating this movie i feel like i enjoyed i care a lot more than this movie and i gave that one like a half Mm -hmm. so i'm not sure what i'm rating this fucking movie um i don't know um I enjoyed it enough to where I thought the script was good. The script kept me interested enough to see, okay, how's it going to play out? Who's going to do what? It, um, I'm trying to think, I always kind of rate a movie on how much did I see what was coming? I feel like I saw it all coming. Well, Randy's character surprised me. I didn't know he was going to come out speaking Spanish. I didn't know he was going to gain Monstro's uh, respect. But 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 those things didn't surprise me in a good way. Oh, uh, I just take it for surprise to me whether it's good or bad. As long oh, as I, didn't, okay. I didn't, As long as I didn't see it coming. Okay, I didn't see it coming, but I didn't welcome it either. I was like, uh, okay, like all of a sudden you're like this like straight up white dude who thinks he's hip hop, but man, you speak a mean Spanish. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was funny. Like, um, I gave. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. Oh, just okay. because um, I, I um, again, I. I enjoyed the cast. I think they all interacted well together. I thought mm. they were a good ensemble cast, whether I think the writing uh, definitely had some holes, especially for five people on the writing team. Well, um, yeah, especially when you're doing this kind of like act kind of style of movie, like you I mean, need to keep your shit tight. If it didn't rip off Tarantino as much by breaking it down in the acts, you know, maybe I probably would have enjoyed it a little more. I didn't like the gore, the you know, the the specific sure. gore. Um, if he didn't break it down in the acts, and if it wasn't so Tarantino esque, I probably would have enjoyed it more. So that's sure. what I'm downrating it for. But I did enjoy the cast, even though the story had some holes. I'm giving it a two, meaning. I'm kind of based on would I watch it again or would I tell somebody else to watch it or would I re- re- would I recommend it to somebody else? I don't think that I would. I, I as much as I, I. No, I would not recommend to me this. a three or more. I would recommend to somebody two and but, below. I, but I even I recommend it. Uh, to see, like, even if just comparing to last week's movie, like. There were parts of that movie that I enjoyed even though it, it, it was annoying and I didn't wasn't really cheering for anybody. I, I like this movie, I believe, less than that one. See, I think I like this one a little more than I care a lot because this one, that one was too obvious to me. I care a lot was like, it was yeah, too and obvious see, to and me. And this, this to me seemed like it was the the obvious stuff because it, it just, I, I just assumed that 
Monstro would get his kid, but I figured he would save the day. I figured um, all the bad guys would get theirs. Um, but which I guess they did. I mean, I didn't really consider Keith a bad guy, though, and he died. I guess the only real bad guy I consider was Mon- well, no, I considered Monstro see, a bad guy. But Keith is an idiot because he should have stuck with his fucking gut and left left Kaylee and fucking Randy at the fucking hotel and just fucking bounced and picked up fucking um, his girl and his kids and bounced out of town. So he was he was a fucking dumbass because he made the wrong fucking choice in that moment in the car where he had the choice to either bounce and save his family or fucking well, sure. He made a stupid mistake. I wouldn't classify him as a bad guy, though. He's an idiot. Like, <laughs> like you're a fucking idiot. So you're you're as dumb as everybody else in this fucking movie. Um, so I, I'm. I'm going to give it a meh. Is that like a half? That's a no. The half oh, was a, a one. That's a nothing. That's just like a I could rate it, but I'm not going to. Oh, so you're Meh. giving it nothing. So you're giving it a. Meh. M-E-H. Meh. Not even a. Boy, boy, boy. It's a meh. That's what I'm giving this movie. OK, well, you gave Guy Care a lot a half. So what's that? How's that? How's that different from a half? Um, uh, At least a half. I because there are things I, I, I took for that movie that I could enjoy. Like, like I said, no, her, I mean, in this on the sound effect level, what's the difference between a half? A half and a nothing. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing the noise, so I'm just doing. Oh, a, OK, mm. see, that's what I said. I said, so you're giving it a meh, not a not a not a point, point, point. it's a meh. No, see, I was just leaving the space blank. Oh, yeah, no, you, you can give <laughs> it a filling and you're filling it in with a meh. Yeah, a meh, which is lower than a rating. Because I have uh, I technically have our rating scale like zero to four. Yeah, you're giving it a zero. I'm giving it a zero. OK, that's I, right. I, I don't I uh, you don't recommend it. You're not going to watch it again. You're not going to no, tell anybody about it. You're I, never I'm kind of speak of it again after this. No. And I'm kind of angry at your dad, honestly, because. <laughs> Because honestly, like like you, like your dad had like I know of your dad's movie collection. Like it was one of the things that like like we would go to his house in Gardena and be like, oh, shit, this guy's got this crazy movie collection. Like this Carson. guy knows. Yeah, like a Carson. <laughs> um, and he knows his shit. OK, cool. You know, it's like the first time I ever saw the, the cover of the Eraserhead movie was in your dad's house. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know shit about that movie prior to that. And, and nor should you. Yeah. And, and so uh, I. He called me earlier this week wanting to discuss it, and I hadn't watched it yet. I feel like we should get him on here and get his opinion. Oh, man. Like, that, you know, that would be a, a fun, like, insert for next week before we start uh, uh, episode 100 and, and talk to your dad because, um, yeah, I'm kind of upset with you, bro, bro. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll text him and see when he can. Uh, we can set up a, a, a Zoom thing. with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we'll, we'll do a quick, like, insert one, like a uh, epilogue. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Or prologue or whatever. Which one? No. Ep. Pros before. Yep. Ep. We're gonna do the ep. So, yeah. No. No. Thanks. Um. Let's. Uh. Let's talk about what we're watching for episode one hundred. Did we make a decision yet on that? Oh wait a minute. Real quick, you were talking about that you watched what Justice. When did you watch Justice League last night? Um. I watched the la- the, the the other three hours last night. <laughs> so we watched we watched Little Life on Thursday. Okay. No, we didn't. We watched it on Friday. So last night we watched Crip Camp. The fuck? I thought it was about gangsters. It's yeah, not, like it's, it's like about cripple people. Oh, interesting. It's a documentary called Crip Camp, where in the 70s um, they had a camp in upstate New York called Camp Jeanette, which was a camp for cripple people. But it was run by a bunch of fucking hippies. 
so um one of the they were talking to one of the guys that went um, um as a as a cripple kid and he goes wait a minute is a camp where i can go and smoke weed with the counselors all day he goes sign me up oh my god and they were talking about how it's a documentary on this camp and about how you know most of these people with handicap and disabilities they're the only person like them around and they're just trying to fit into the regular world where at, at camp every they're all it's all people with disabilities or just the counselors who are there to help them you know they're picking them up, putting them in the pool and they're doing, you know, they're all yeah. playing baseball and they're running them around the bases and stuff. It's super fucking cool. But then it turned out that um, a bunch of these people from the camp ended up in the later 70s and then 80s um, fighting uh, the government for the um, the ADA, for the Americans with Disabilities Act. They were the ones that came together and like, you know, fuck, we need ramps and, you know, we're being discriminated against. So they are the ones that got this whole bill made and this movement and all this shit. It's pretty fucking cool. Okay. They, they, they had like a sit-in at the um, Sacramento State Capitol for like 25 fucking days. Wow. And like at one point, the Black Panther Party was helping them out. Or maybe it was D.C. I don't remember. But anyway, Black Panther Party was helping That's them out dope. because they were just come giving them food, bringing them food and stuff. And they're like, why are you helping us? And they were like, we're here for any, you know, we're, we want to make the better place, uh, the world a better place for everybody. You know, yeah. you're fighting the same cause that we are. So however we can help and shit like that is pretty That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Crip camp. <laughs> Crip camp. Makes like, you want to throw up yeah. a fucking. I totally thought that's what it was. <laughs> just just a just a, a, a camp in the middle of the woods with just a bunch of dudes wearing blue. <laughs> it's not that it was. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, like uh, if you like documentary, my, my husband, we both like as. Everyone's you know, every week. My husband's like, "Is there any documentaries we can watch?" <laughs> uh, that's funny. I didn't real. I didn't realize he was such a document, uh, documentary and watching person. Yeah, I mean, like he likes like shit on like cults or you know, um, but not the blue oyster one. He would watch that. I'd <laughs> watch that. The blue. Oyster oh, we also one? watched this week um, some other random documentaries. We watched that. Um, on Hulu, uh, Kid 90, that um, Soleil Moon Fry documentary. Basically, she recorded everything when she was growing up with, the, with cameras in the 90s and shit like that. Oh. And I did not know, but she moved to New York and spent a lot of time living there in her, like, she's 19 and 20. And she hung out with a bunch of those skater kids from that movie. Like, from remember the that black kid, Harold, from the kids movie? He was actually yeah. a real skater. Like, yeah. she's like, these kids were living in my apartment like all the time. And she actually like dated one of them for a long time and stuff. Oh, shit. The, the sad part is like, is just how many of her friends died, you know, and, you know, kids in the night actors yeah. and things like yeah. that. And some of the and these skateboarding kids and stuff like that. Um, So that was called Kid 90. And we like that because, you know, I mean, if you lived, if, if you were young in the 90s, you know, all these people. And yeah. the cool part is, is that she's still friends with a lot of them. So she goes back and shows them this footage and. That's crazy. Uh, they relive it. Yeah, it's called Kid 90. That was it's weird good. that she's come up twice this week because now I saw that on Peacock, mm -hmm. she has a show called Punky Brewster that she's doing it's on a there. Reboot and yep. she's playing Punky Brewster, but she's a single mom. Yep. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is her baby daddy, but they're not together. Um, even fucking Cherry's back. OG Cherry is back as her wow. best friend on the show. Yeah. Wow. All right. And you know, it looks cute. It kind of looks like it's toward for kids. Maybe you guys might want to check it out. And, and you yeah, know, I, I ended up having I ended up having to sign up for Peacock because uh, so the uh, the WWE network is being rolled into Peacock. Mm. Um, 
they got some licensing deals. So instead of me paying 10 bucks a month, I would pay him four bucks a month for Peacock. But now I'll get all the other content on Peacock. So now I get to watch my wrestling. Well, my WWE wrestling through Peacock. I'm Aaron Xavier. <laughs> so fucking weird, but whatever. Like, we'll yeah. see if it works. It sounds like a shit show, but OK, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it was funny because they were kind of tying in this documentary with the reboot of that show, too. Oh, OK. And so, what was the so name I, of that? That one again? It's on Hulu. It's called Kid 90. Kid 90. OK. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, yeah. So for I think we would we decided last week. And if you want to stick to it, we we're going to watch uh, coming the new coming to America. Yes. OK, that's what it was. And we even like talked about possibly seeing both. But I don't feel like I need to go back and watch the other one. I've seen it enough times. I, I <laughs> remember I, what's going on. <laughs> I might just because there's just, you know, movies I almost were... don't want it to be too similar, which is why I'm not. going. No, go I, I, it's it. not that I want to go watch it to be similar one i want to kind of be refreshed about these characters because it's been a long time since i've seen coming to america but also there's something about these movies that were made a long time ago that you know tastes change over the years oh yeah i'm sure there's probably some like not tasteful things in this movie so i kind of want to like i'm curious about that kind of thing (laughs) um so i'm kind of toying with the idea of watching both I got this text. It was International Women's Day not that long ago or something. And I got a text from one of the guys in the radio station. Um, and uh, he brought up, he goes, you know, I was looking through our, cat- our catalog and I was going to play the Beastie Boys song Girls for Women's Day, but it's got a line no. about, right, about smacking one of the girls. He goes, that's interesting. And he goes, so, says something about shows not everybody should be held accountable for things they used to say or something like that. Hey, look, I get they had some misogynistic shit back in the day, but they'll be the first ones to admit it fucking they, today. Right. 100%. They claimed it like like a long time ago. They a claimed long time it ago. and made they, an effort to fix it. Yeah, they, they claimed their it. lyrics. They yeah, put they, their money and resources yeah, and it's, effort it's, and shit like it's that. Not yeah. like, it's not like they put it out and then years later it surfaces and they're like, oh, shit, like we had. Right. It's we, not like they ignored it or pretend they forgot no, about it. They, no, they, 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 they that addressed shit. that decades pretty, ago yeah pretty early on they I said think, we hated who we became on that first album we were right. started off making fun of those people and then we became became them. those They'll people yeah and it's it. and it's well documented even from back then so yeah they made amends with it and they were not happy about it and they obviously i mean you listen to other songs and you know um i think they made amends for it in their lyrics and in other ways yeah. i want to uh, say I, a little I'll, something that's all overdue yeah because disrespecting women has got to be due you know I also th- pointed back at him. I said, also, if you go back and listen to some Run DMC early lyrics, there's songs about them smacking women around, too. And one of them is now a reverend. So it's like people yeah. change. <laughs> yeah. I, it, well, it's, you know, and it's it's it, the, you know, times change and and what what's PC changes and. um, Which is interesting that and, and obviously this is probably a, a topic for for another time, but it's interesting how, you know, it's, I was just uh, finished watching WandaVision mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, and uh, there's odes to different sitcoms right. in those episodes. And it's interesting to see how super PC things were in a specific period of time, and then kind of like wasn't, and then kind of, you know, so everything goes, you know, everything fluctuates, right? So, yeah. Um, well, the reason I brought it up because when we were talking about watching, coming to America again, the original one. I'm guessing you might find some, uh, you know, derogatory stuff toward women, probably yep. some, 
well, maybe, I mean, maybe, you know, other cultures and stuff. Cause I mean, I'll watch that one. Like, kind of like if I stumble across it when it's on, I'll probably stop and watch it for a little while. But the yeah. one I do watch every year is I go back and I watch trading places every year. Cause it's a Christmas movie and yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, there's some shit in there. Well, I mean that whole movie, the whole premises of that movie though, it's is, fucked up. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> the old white guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of well, funny. Betting on, on, on the black dude and betting a dollar. Yeah. It's like, do you think that movie could even get made now? No, no. <laughs> hell no. Uh-uh. Not, not with a, unless it was a quote unquote reimagining of that story. They turned n- it around or maybe something probably. Oh yeah. Just something where it's As like. black guys betting on a white guy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Some shit like that where it's like, oh, look at fucking crazy Larry from the, down the street. Like maybe we can clean his life up. You know, no, it would have to be reimagined for them to even remotely get shit like that done. But <laughs> I mean, imagine I, I'm a, I imagine in coming to America, it's going to be comments of the other characters around. Oh, yeah. recently discovered too, um, and this came out about the time the movie did. They were talking about how Louis Anderson like got the role in the original Coming to America. Is that Eddie said that the producers or the studio came to him and said, "You got to put a white person in the movie," and they went, "What?" And he goes, "Look, you got to you got to put one white person in there." And so Eddie goes to Arsenio all the time. Who are we going to throw in there? What white guy? And they kind of ran down a list of who was hot at the time. And they were go. and Eddie goes, Louie, pick Louie. Cause he was, he was, they were friends and he goes, oh, okay. and Louie didn't even know that's how he got the role in the movie. Oh, funny. Is Louie still alive? Yeah, I think so. Cause he was on a, um, a TV show not that long ago. Oh, uh, okay. I think he was on that show baskets with. Oh, and he played the mom. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. I forgot about that. Um, was that a Zach Galifianakis? Yes. Yes. I remember watching a couple of those and going, oh yeah, I should probably watch the rest of this. And then I completely forgot that show existed. So, hey. uh, yeah, I heard it was funny, but I never, uh, I never watched it. Um, he, Louis got some acclaim, I think for I forgot that show, that. like some, uh, nominations. Nama, 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 nama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mom that was, was it. Christine. Christine Baskets. Uh, anyway, Louis is reprising his role as Maurice in coming okay. to America. All right, cool. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I, I think if if I have the time, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try and squeeze both in. Um, just because because like I said, uh, just watching like the super inappropriate stuff that's probably in that movie now, um, <laughs> and 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 seeing how you know how it ties in a little bit. I guess sexual chocolate, sexual chocolate. <laughs> My husband had a soul glow shirt. I don't know if he still has oh, it. I bought him a shit. soul glow shirt years ago. He was wearing it. Nice. <laughs> Too Good funny. stuff. Well, All there, right, we'll there you go. Next time then. Coming to America for episode 100. You can find it on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon, if you if you get the, the, the two-day delivery, then you have access to this movie. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. We're going to wrap this episode up. It was episode 99 in the books. We watched Low Life. Uh, I officially, I gave it a two. Uh, X gave it a. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty fucking funny because I was literally going to do the same thing. I was going to be like, I gave it up. <laughs> you get nothing. You, you get, get nothing. nothing and that. like it. Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, again, uh, for me, anything over two, I would recommend it. Two and under, meh. Um, yeah so far the last movie i could have recommended was uh let's see the one i love we both gave that threes did you recommend that one to anybody um i think so Mm -hmm. yeah i think so 
Oh, we also watched this week. Um, there was a uh, documentary on Hulu about the whole GameStop stock thing. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. It was short. It, it was like a, you know, 45 minutes or something. But then that led me to um, my husband had never watched the big short. So I had him watch that movie. And, we, and I enjoyed that movie. So we, we watched it about the uh, 2008 stock market crash. Oh, um, OK. The big short, but it's got like a shit ton of people in it, like uh, Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell. Mm. Um, basically, it's these guys that saw oh, uh, Christian Bale that saw this crash coming. And just like just like what happened with GameStop, when when these normal people found out that these big hedge funds were trying to short stock game game market and like, you know, Game Boy, GameStop, whatever, and running out of business. They realized the same thing was with the housing market, but they were the ones that were shorting it. So they were the ones betting that this mm. is going to fucking fail. And they made a shit ton of money, even though they saw it coming. And the sad part is, is how many, what on a, the more grand scale it was on the GameStop thing, because so many people lost businesses, jobs, their homes and houses and all this stuff because of the fucking banking industry, basically taking the money you the good you know the money if you buy a house and you can make your payments and here's your payments that you're paying every month and the the money that good people are paying and they're taking that to give loans to people that they knew couldn't pay it because they would get the interest fees they would get you know um, they would the you know the back end you know the late fees and shit like that so they decided to give them when they knew they couldn't afford it and then people stopped paying so it was like basically the whole housing market was built on a pile of shit at the time wow. Anyway, it explains it very interesting because they'll be like, it's a stock market and it's confusing and they make it confusing on purpose so that normal people won't understand yeah. it. But what this movie does is they'll be like, here's Margot Robbie in a bathtub to explain hedge funds or here's Ooh. Selena Gomez. Yeah, here's Selena Gomez and so-and-so to explain this. So it's kind of funny because they'll break the movie down and talk to the camera and explain shit. I like that. It, yeah, Sign me if up you for ever, that. it's very, it's really interesting and sad to watch, but it's called uh. The Big Short. I told Josh because he's in the documentaries right now. Said it's kind of like a documentary. It's a movie about something that really happened. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, but it was a uh, anyway. Yeah, we watched that this week too. So it's funny because I can always tell when my husband is recommending movies to people because I'll get a text or he'll ask me, "Go, what was the name of that movie we watched?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can tell you're you're telling who you're talking to somebody. Yeah, you're telling somebody about it. <laughs> Shit. Oh, we told Adam to watch Low Life just because we wanted him to suffer like us. So we didn't tell him what it was about. Oh, look at you. You guys are dicks. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, yeah. Don't watch it. Don't bother. <laughs> Move on to Coming to America. I'm sure that that has its, it's, it's, it's hopefully it has chucks and giggles. Yep. I hope so. I, I need a, right. I, I need some movie with chucks and giggles. All right. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Okay. So until the, until next time then, my friend. All right. Peace, Peace out. out. Enjoy your week. Yeah.